So my PC, I try to throw it on. It's being a jack wagon right now, so I just jumped on my phone. Well, sounds good. Yeah, it's real good. Well, CRR in chat is MDC and so Discord. Good. Oh, Lord. Well, they just... Oh, my kids are calling me gross because I'm putting sour cream on my mashed potatoes. Oh, no, that's amazing. They get mad at you for putting chives on there, too? It's like, yeah, it's kind of like a... Man, a little cheddar cheese, you'd be good to go. Yeah. That's what I told him. I was like, you put... I was like, you put sour cream on your baked potato, right? There's a difference. It's just... No. <laughs> you don't put it on your baked potato? I love it on my baked potato. Yeah, Goon, you don't like it on yours? Well, I don't care for sour cream. Oh, put it in your scrambled eggs. Oh. It makes them really fluffy. You're the oddball. Yeah, that was one of your tips on one of the old shows, wasn't I it? I know. It's the best. It's the best. I remember listening to that show. Aw, that's how we met, silly. Oh, isn't that special? Isn't that special? How we became friends. <laughs> what are those? What are those? What's what? Friends? <laughs> well, Friends is a TV show. Oh, I thought you said one of those. All right, so... I, I did. Um, Foe is introing the show. I, I can do it if he wants me to so he can eat. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. I think I can. I think. I think. I'll figure out an offer. Show. You're not the boss of me or my life. <laughs> and who I had am. his main topic. What movie or old TV series would you like to see remade or made into a series on Netflix? And I modded your, your main topic and I turned it into one video game. I wanted it to be turned into a TV series. So I took what you Listen, did and then I made it. There's no to. modding going on. <laughs> yes, there is. None of that jibber joke. Don't say it. you. Don't try and nicely say you modded it. Okay, <laughs> you changed it. <laughs> I it you outright changed it. Everyone else could. Nobody else answered you, so they might answer it your way. What movie Nobody or old TV it. series would you well, like to see remade? The thing, hmm. the thing with that though, that's gonna that that would lead right into what I wanted to talk about too, because that's no. exactly what it is. Well, yeah. All right, so. Then we have, um, I just had some weird newsy articles I wish them to share because that's fun. And then we're going to hop into our stuff. Sound good? Sounds like a wing. Eh. All right. Don't it you sounds so dirty dog. <laughs> sounds so good. Is that what you're doing, Meh. 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 All right. Is everybody ready? You got to go to the bathroom. That, we gotta... that, that's uh, the, the golf cart that I had to take to go to the gate when I went to lunch. That's what the top speed on it is, is meh. 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 Hey, at least you have a golf cart to take to lunch. You know, hey, well, no, not not to lunch, just to the gate. You can't take it out of the, oh. out of, out of the plant. Oh, I, but I like, thought like you the had like zero a cafeteria to 60, or something in your plant. The zero to 60 on this thing is like whatever terminal velocity would be if you threw it off a cliff. I worked at a place on the holidays. They would put like coolers with a bunch of alcoholic beverages in the back. And <laughs> they would drive around and deliver them for the holidays. That's what's up. And then they got like caught. That. And then they stopped. And then I they remember. got caught. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah. But it was a great few holidays, you know. It's a great. I remember it's the kinda, um, the mechanic shop that I worked for the owner would always give train. us. I really don't. Yeah, they were like, our yeah, insurance doesn't yeah. cover this. It's not exactly. about the insurance, though. It's about the amount of alcohol it you can consume. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was a lot of old school before all the fangled rules and such came in. Yeah, the guy I used to work for would always for Christmas would always give us a bottle of wine and like a ham to cook, 
And I realized why he gave you the bottle of wine with the ham. That was the most disgusting, saltiest ham I have ever tasted <laughs> in my life. And so the wine was literally just to wash your mouth out with after you tried to eat that stupid thing. When I used to work what in a Spanish neighborhood, when I used to work in a Spanish neighborhood for the holidays, they would they would give me, um, they would give me roasted turkey, a roasted turkey, already roasted, like ready to go, and it like was a delicious, and a shivis, a bottle of uh, shivis. It was great. I don't even know what that. What the hell is that? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's scotch. I don't even know what that is. It's like scotch whiskey. That's pretty good. It's like. It's like, I like that sounds pretty good. It sounds like a fun word it's to say. Decent. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You know what it is? It's old school. It's I'm like, sugar. it's really old school, like top shelf scotch whiskey. Oh, okay. It doesn't come in a box. It does. It comes in a box with like a, a velvet bag. I don't know. Is it made what by was the, um, What was the, like, scotch like, that, like, like um, what was the scotch from the show Lost? What was the, what was, I can't remember what it was, but I remember the guys like, uh, a shot, uh, like just a, a, a swallow of this scotch is worth like this much and you're not worthy to drink it or whatever. I can't remember the name of it. Hmm, I can Google it for you. Well, I mean, I can Google it myself. I just figured somebody knew that'd be cool, but. Um, let me see. The last time I met a lost expert. Was that Mac was probably. Hachian? McCutcheon, years ago yeah. when that show was coming. McCutcheon's. See? Yeah. There. McCutcheon Whiskey. When was the last time that show was coming? I think like 12 years ago, right? Which show? Lost. Oh, wow. Uh, final episode was May 23rd, 2010. Okay, like, se- eight year- like seven years ago. Eight years ago. What was the cool. name of the big guy in that show? He was my favorite. Hugo. Or Harley. Yeah, Hugh. All right, you guys ready to I was rock always, and roll, or I you always have to go to the bathroom or something? I'm good. Nah. Are you good? Ba- Do not kick a break. <laughs> He's not here. Spear has to live on. You're such a jerk. Oh, no emo, no emoing in here. No emoing. I'm oh. an emo kid. I gotta cut myself. To your ass is going to the hugging room. Amanda hugging kiss. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so foul. Are you still eating? Nope. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're ready. Big, you're ready. Okay. One, two, ready, go. Oh, that's you? Oh, sorry. It it ended so, like, abruptly. I shortened it because I said it annoyed me because it was so long and I shortened it and it threw you off. Well, we need to, like, slow fade out or something. Welcome to the Cross Realm Podcast, the entertainment podcast hosted by CRR Gaming Group members. It is episode 10, and if you could reach us, you know, that totally threw me off because we didn't put the number in the top of the show, so I had to go look real quick to see the number of it. Nice. nice. You are messing for all of that. Pretty nice. Uh, I like it. How it is that is. Uh, really nice. Well, anyway, welcome to the Cross Realm podcast this is episode 10 the entertainment podcast hosted by crr gaming group members today is may 10th 2018 
You can reach the show by emailing crossrealmrebellion at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at crossrealmpod on Twitter. You can grab the RSS feed, get our show notes, and leave us a message at anchor.fm crossrealmpodcast. And apply to join us in-game at crossrealmrebellion.com. Please, I want everybody to go to this anchor thing. I want a voicemail. Someone leave us a voicemail. I want a voicemail desperately sent to the show. That would be fantastic. Well, tonight, I'm going to introduce the show tonight. We have Esmeralda Sky with us. Why, hello there. We have Goon. Hello. We got Big Blue. Howdy, howdy. And sidecarring with us tonight, we have Jack. NBC. NBC. MDC. MDC. Like Mac MDC. Daddy Carrot. Mac Daddy, Mac Daddy Cat. Carrot. Carrot. Cat. How's it going? Mama me. Fantastic. <laughs> we dubbed you with a carrot. <laughs> Mama Mia. Mama Mia. You forgot the wrench, Sounds like man. a Mario Party night. We forgot, we forgot Dr. J Wrench. Oh, and uh, you know what? This, I'm forgetting this him, I forgot him on purpose. Steal. No, no, no. I skipped you on purpose. Because <laughs> I listened to Rated Off, Mr. I listened <laughs> today at work. Okay, first of all, I'm not the one who farted into the microphone. Let's start there. Okay. So, you guys are all trying to blame me. You're like, Poe's not here. Let's just pin it on him. I forgot that, that was in there. Me. That wasn't me. I didn't blame you for that. All oh, I said was, was they got an upgrade then, because you weren't here. And then you were like, it's an upgrade since yes, I couldn't make it. Yes, I got that. I yes, caught it. Because I okay. blamed it. I said, the flatulence was faux. He's not here to defend himself. Oh, I'm crying. And Johnny Because said, Blue's like, somebody fought into the microphone yes. and it picked up. He said you know, they might have not known. something into the microphone. You know what? I got to say that. Whoever smelt it, dealt it, buddy. I think it was oh, Blue. Oh, you think it was Blue? <sighs> well, you know, no, don't hurt. He blames it on a squeaky chair an awful lot, so I wouldn't put it Exactly. Squeaky chair? I don't think so. There's WD-40. You could have <laughs> used that a long time. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think it's a squeaky chair. I think it's a squeaky rear. Uh, (laughs) Oh, I don't give a damn. I forgot about that. That was fantastic. I'm crying right now. Yeah, because I didn't know that that's what he was talking about, upgrading. I thought he was talking about his computer because he had just got a new computer. And he's like, no, upgraded hosts. (laughs) I remember now. That was funny. That's right. Well, it was an upgrade. Right right on. See, tonight it's a double upgrade because he's back. And you still got me. Yes, it's a double upgrade. Yes, way to kiss his ass. Way to kiss it. Rare. Way, way to try and sneak back into my good side. <laughs> okay. Well. Your, your good side is the last place I care about being right now. <laughs> I don't think he has a good side. I have a well. good side. Okay. <sighs> no, Goon's on my so. good side. Goon, yeah. <laughs> is, it, is, Goon. It in, is it in your wife's purse with something else? Oh, Hell no. Shit. My wife don't keep nothing of mine. Speaking of Fo's purse, we're moving on to hot topics. Here we go. It the puppy feel- dog wants to be there. <laughs> I feel like his dog is barking through the entire intro. <laughs> it's like, burr, burr. well, hey, I'll pretend to be Fo right. Oh, there he is back. back. There's, a, there's a thunderstorm. And my dog just slipped out because of thunder. And of course, I'm on my phone, so I'm scrambling because I was just in the show notes to get back to um, TeamSpeak. 
Man, you are you you can you can rock this out. You you get home from work, you ride the subway, you get home from work, you shove food in your mouth, your kids talk shit about you putting sour cream on your your mashed potatoes and the storm that? comes. And they just don't know. It's, it's damn mind. You know what? I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna make them eat sour cream mashed potatoes. I'm gonna well. force them. I'm like you guys. Yeah. I'll eat Post it live on Facebook. You know, like all the smart people do, and then you'll end up on. And then child services will come knocking on the door. Exactly. Because you know everybody's like, I have an amazing idea, and it's never amazing. And they're like, I'm gonna put out Facebook Live, and then like they end up on all the news, and then they end up behind bars. I don't understand. Yeah, I was that. gonna say half of them seem to be jackasses anyway. I my know, right? favorite, my favorite videos are when the parents hide the Halloween candy. Those I'm sorry. Oh those my god, those here. kids have a hell of a meltdown for no reason. I love it. Exactly. It's great. Those kids, it's like, some of they them break are like down. so angelic. They're like, "It's okay, mommy," and the other ones like break out freaking WWE style chairs and start whopping. The no, parents. but some of them they're all excited, and then when they get when they get that news. It looks like in a Bronx Tale when the motorcycle gang is inside the bar and they lock the door. They're like, now you can't leave. Yes. Like their faces, that's the face that the kids make when yes. they find out the Halloween candy is gone. Yeah, totally. It's so I funny. Agree. I agree with you. So funny. They are funny. Um, your main topic for this show is... Well, it was. Well, it what is What movie still. or TV show would you like to see remade now into like a TV show on Netflix or something? But now, it was modded with a little twist. No, um, my answer was modded. Everybody else can answer their, your way. Oh, I thought you changed the whole question. No, I left your question. I just answered it in a... I, I answered it in my way. Oh, okay. So that's it. That's the question. I was asking everybody, what movie or TV show would they like to see remade into a new series on Netflix? Well, who? Can, can this expand into anime? Like, into a live-action movie? I think so. Right. So, but it's something. Blue. But what I was trying to say is, it's something that's going to be brought into a series. So, like, not like a remake of a movie. It's like remade, but into a Netflix series or like a Hulu series, something ongoing. Which would so, be cool. When I was a kid, I was really obsessed with uh, robots. I always thought they were cool. There was a really old uh, movie from back in the '80s where it involved all these robots that would fight each other and all that crap. Oh, it, Westworld. It was really, they already did that. <laughs> no, not Westworld. I'm talking about like oh, giant okay. mechs that would okay. fight. One was like a scorpion and one was something else. I can't remember the name off the top of my head. But that had me, like I was just hooked on uh, mechs and stuff after that. And, um, and then they came out with, uh, wow, I almost said Voltron, but that's not what I was going for. Gundam Wing. I would love to see like a really well done Gundam Wing turned live action. As okay. a miniseries on Netflix, that would be badass. I could deal with that. I could. That would be a cool. It's like some kind of like Mech Warrior show. I would like that. That, like that sounds cool. Like a Pacific Rim, like the series. That would be cool. Yeah, Pacific Rim. Man, I love that one. A lot of people thought it was pretty cheesy, but I liked it. It was awesome. I'm a Pacific Rim fan. I like that movie a lot. I haven't seen the third one yet, but I want to, or the second one yet, but I want to. That's cool. What about you, Johnny? What did you want to? See remade into a uh, series. Uh, Do you have any ideas? Well, the one that the one that the one that comes to mind for me is they've already done, and that's we're, we'll talk about that in a few minutes. All righty. Um, okay. Um, my pick is the Karate Kid. Oh damn! So see, I would like talk to about see. It now. <laughs> I, I'm just you know I'm joking. I'm joking. No, I'm joking. I'm totally. 
I'm totally joking. You're I knew that's a... what, I knew that's what he was about to talk about. So. You got you. Oh, yeah. no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, what Sorry, I would like though. to see, what I would like to see made into a TV show. First of all, I would like to see if we're gonna mod up a little bit. You know, this was a pretty good mod that as me decided to um, throw in there because now it makes me kind of want to change my answer. At first, I wanted to see the uh, last Starfighter. I don't know if anybody's seen that movie. Um, it kind of was like. It was a, it was like a sci-fi movie where this young kid is playing like an arcade machine called the Last Starfighter, and he beats it, and he like kills the machine. He's like really good at this game, and a spaceship comes down and abducts him off of Earth because that game was like a test to find new fighter pilots for like some kind of like this like space battle that's like happening. So this kid gets taken up into space, and he has to become a uh, starfighter. And it was super cool. When I was a young kid, I loved that movie. I was a big fan of it. So I would like to have seen that brought into is, a Netflix show. Is that the one where he, like, trains with all those people? Like, I thought they already redid that one recently. The Last Starfighter? They redid The Last Starfighter? I haven't heard of it. That would be cool if, if they did because I'm going to go watch it tomorrow or later. Never. But, <laughs> or after the show. Yeah, so – but now that as me added, like, maybe something from, like, a game or something – I would like to see like an HBO show or a Netflix show, something where it's mature. And I would like to see the Warhammer 40,000 universe brought into a TV series. Hell yeah. Because yeah, that, that, would universe, actually be pretty cool. that universe is so vast. It's so great. It has just so many cool and dope elements. It would just make for a really good sci-fi based TV series. But like, I want to see... I want to see like a Game of Thrones type of treatment because that's what that John like that universe deserves that type of treatment. Just like Game of Universe, super epic sci-fi show that would be really dope. Space Marines and Imperial Guardsmen and Eldar and Necrons would be super fun. It'd be super awesome. There's just so much they could do there. You know, and that that kind of actually reminds me, Starcraft. I would love to see a Starcraft series. Other than the one they put out for it that was short-lived. All right, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with everybody right now. StarCraft is a complete ripoff of Warhammer 40k. Wasn't StarCraft? They, well, they know, ripped it? off. Okay, look at look at the human marines. I mean, they don't look like space marines. Well, the question is, who came out first? Warhammer 40,000 in the 80s. Out. Oh, see, so yeah, because it yeah, says StarCraft okay. released for Windows on March 31st, 1998. So is it a ripoff or is it like an ode to Warhammer that they kind of got away with ripping off? <laughs> it's, honestly, it's almost a ripoff. If you look at WoW, almost everything in WoW, like orcs, and look at Warhammer orcs, they're the same. And the funny thing is, orcs don't look like that in every other fantasy setting. It looks so the like orcs you're not the only one who thinks this. Yeah, the orcs you yeah. see in the orcs you see in World of Warcraft, if you look at the orcs in Warhammer, Fantasy, and in 40k, those orcs look the same. And that's a very unique orc, because usually orcs look like the Lord of the Ring orcs in most fantasy settings. I it's crazy. If you Google did StarCraft rip off Warhammer, you just get like years worth of people saying Star Starcraft ripping off of Halo. Starcraft versus Warhammer. Starcraft is a ripoff of Warhammer 40k. Warhammer 40k and Starcraft. And then it was like Starcraft. <laughs> there was was a um 
there were space marines before there were something else. How Warcraft was almost a Warhammer game. Uh, those people calling 40k a StarCraft ripoff, Warhammer 40k, like it's just the whole thing is just. It's the vice versa, right? Like, yeah. And if you look at like like the uh, way the back aliens... in 2010, you know, 2013, and it's just like for years yep. it, people have been posting this. Yep. The Protos are like the Eldar; they're almost the same, and. The Tyranids from 40K are the aliens, you know, the uh, the insect type type aliens from uh, StarCraft. It's crazy. They look so similar. If you look them up, if you look at pictures side by side, it's you could tell. The influence <laughs> is heavily there. This person said their whole title of their forum post was, I wish people realized that Warhammer 40K came before StarCraft. And then it said, <laughs> Warhammer is such a rich IP with so much substance. It annoys me when people say it's a ripoff of StarCraft. Well, the truth is completely the opposite. It's just funny. Yeah. Yeah, you're definitely not the only one to, to see this. Yeah, you can't compare. Like, there's years and years of, like, of yeah. like storyline and fluff and just, I'm talking, you know, there's a lot there. There's just right. years and years of just novels and army books and so much, like, like information and just oh, storyboard wow. stuff. Yeah, but I, yeah, I would love to see that. When I was a kid, the, the first computer we had... It was just like a real basic computer, and it didn't even have a, have a CD drive. So when I bought a CD drive for it, it came with a disc that had just a ton of games on it. And one of them uh, was Space Hulk. And if I'm not mistaken, that's part of the Warhammer series. And I know that was yes, like, it is. in like 90, like in 1990, 91, somewhere in there. So, <laughs> yeah, it's been around for a long time. Yeah, Space Hulk. Yeah, the premise of Space Hulk, you're a dude in Terminator armor with a squad of guys similar to yourself. And you're going through these large space hulks in space, and you're searching yep. for like lost items and relics. And these space and hulks. And I can remember how hard that game alien. was back then too. Yeah, that was a hard game. I remember that game. I remember that game. It was a good game. It was hard as hell. The board game is also hard too. It's not easy to win as as the marine player. But yeah, now the, we're talking about video games being remade into like a TV series. They did it uh, with another of of Square Enix's games. Uh, with Final Fantasy, but the one I'd like to see made into a TV series would have been like Chrono Trigger because that series yeah. or that game was amazing for its time. It was just, I mean, mind blowing, and I liked it so much as a kid. It was the, it you know, was going the, to the video store and renting it. Sure. Yeah, going to the store and renting it as a kid on the Super Nintendo. I remember playing it so much that when I got my PlayStation Vita and I remember uh, I realized that I could get it as a PS One Classic. I was like, oh yeah, I gotta have it. So, yeah, it's on my PS Vita, and, I, like, if I'm, in, you know, out somewhere or whatever, that's what I take that with me, and that's what I play. I play that all the time. I would love to see that made into a TV show, though. I would love to see World of Warcraft made into a TV show or, like, a series. And I don't even care if it's, like, with real people or if it's just animated or, like, how they do all their cinematics, because I think they sure. do a great job with those. I thought, why couldn't they just make, like, a weekly series out of stuff like that? That would be awesome, so... Yeah, I only choice. have one re one request for that though. Is if they have a night elf mohawk on there, it has to be voiced by Mr. T. That <laughs> I think it could probably happen. And you know? at the end of every episode, they should thank Warhammer 40K and Warhammer yeah. <laughs> for all of the ideas and inspiration. That's crazy. If they did a little mini series, I, I would love it if they went through the books that were written for a while because. Those books, yeah, that to, would be awesome. For the lore, were just—I I enjoyed them. I enjoyed reading them. They're short reads. Illidan's they're easy story reads. Is so good. Illidan's story is so good. 
uh, I love Thralls. Like, his whole thing was awesome. And then Illidan's was fun. Um, I don't think I ever got to read... Didn't, didn't they do one for Sylvanas or whatever? I don't remember. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. If but they do way, one for Sylvanas, I gotta read it. I gotta read it because Sylvanas is my favorite character in the WoW universe. Love her. She's just uh, so freaking dope. You're gonna love her for the, uh, the new expansion. Some I know, dude. I, I was telling uh, you. I was telling you. Oh, no, I was no. watching that shit. What did I say? I was like, Sylvanas is sexy as hell in this video. This is gonna be awesome. Well, I was watching my brother-in-law play Alpha and some of the uh, the beta tests for the expansion and some of the stuff I saw. I was like, "Are you shitting me? It's gonna be cool." I'm excited, actually. Awesome. So, so but one oh. one thing I want to add, real quick, though, is talking about making shows out of video games and everything. You have people that do that in the game. They role play it out and everything. So, I mean, that could be a possibility too. That it's already, that something that you like is already out there. You just don't know it. You just got to go on YouTube and find it. But I want to see like yeah, a but we want some yeah, high quality bells and whistles. I want to see but, everything. I mean, even with that though, there. there are some there are some groups out there that have the high quality, the bells and whistles, and all that, and they just do it on their own. You know, just like say role playing it out. I mean, look at look at some of the stuff that's been done just with the GTA Online engine and so many movie scenes that have been remade. And not just remade, but remade accurately, just using what was in the game. I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. I I do agree because um a lot of the machinima is that the kind of stuff you're talking about, like the fan created storylines yeah. and yeah, because I know WoW always had, was very um the WoW community was always very good for stuff like that. That they had a lot of fandom they still do where people go off and write their own stories and stuff. But that definitely is a good backup plan because. Obviously, um, we're dreaming over here, and we don't have any of these shows in any of these games. <laughs> well, I mean, I can throw there one. Is. I can throw one out there talking about the machinimas. I can throw one out there right now that that was very popular and very well done. Is Battlefield Friends? That was one of the funniest things I'd ever seen. Really? And the funny part of it is, is it's so it, it's it's so true to the Battlefield experience. What they what they go through on there, it is very Battlefield true Friends, to the Battlefield experience. Battlefield Friends was very funny. I did enjoy it. It's just short, you know, because they're only like like four minutes long each episode. But you know, that's about how long the matches last, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, for the for, I mean, for forty k, they do have people did make YouTube videos that are actually decent quality. Some of them, like they're out there if you do look for them. Well, do we have um? Does uh, Mac Daddy Carrot or Goon have any shows that? Like movies that they would like to see in like a series or like a video game that you like to see in a series. Um, I don't know if you guys remember a movie called Sheena. Did you say Gina? Sheena. What was no. that about? It's uh, Tanya Roberts. It's back in like '84. She was uh, a protector in Africa. She's a uh, basically it'd be like Xena the Warrior Princess, but this is an African girl. Except oh, she's white. 1984. I see. Yeah, I just googled it. <laughs> the year I was born. I guess they did bring it to a TV series in 2000 to 2002. Oh, they did? Yeah, I'll Google, I'll link it to you. Yep. That or Firestarter. You receive. Firestarter? Firestarter, remember? I don't know if you remember that movie. No. Oh, Firestarter was, I think, a young uh, Barrymore, right? Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. I think it's her first full movie. Yeah, and then they made a Firestarter versus Friday the 13th. Which oh. was pretty funny. I was about to say, that sounds cheesy. 
Oh, well, both those movies are cheesy. They're like, you know, your typical old school cheesy horror movie. <laughs> well, Firestarter well, Fire was, was about a girl that series. had telekinesis. Yeah. Well, Firestarter make a good movie for TV show for dad didn't die. It'd be like her and her dad on the run from the government. You know, it'd be a, it'd be a decent show. You could do a pretty good show based on that, sure. So it's like you probably have a lot of uh, options for the plot, too. It, sometimes I always wonder with shows, like, if they're just going to fizzle out or, like, burn. I'm like, well, how are they going to keep this up? You know? <laughs> then they shock you. They're like, oh, they take it off and they ruin it by going off. Talking about ending shows. Directions. <laughs> Talking about ending shows, Sense8 is going to get an ending to the series. So I'm super psyched about that. They're going to get a two-hour-long finale episode to, like, close out the show. Can't wait for that. Because Sense8 was so good. If oh, nobody watched yeah. Sense8, please go watch that show. It's so good. But I saw that there was such a big um, fan uproar about how they were just going to like not finish it. And I remember you and um, Yogi lamenting over that, like when you found out that they weren't going to renew it. I mean, they have to end shows. Netflix has to stop doing that, just like canceling shows. Like they have to stop doing that. People are not going to want to watch shows anymore. They're like, why am I going to watch this if you're just not going to end it? Exactly. Annoying. Exactly. It's like reading a book, and like every book you read, someone rips out the the, the last chapter. Yeah. Like, how frustrating would that be? Very frustrating. (laughs) How about you, MDC? What what were you going to say? I was going to say, if I had to pick one, I'd probably go with War Games. Like, a new age technology. Oh, kind of make like a hacker type show. That would be kind of cool. Yeah. They did that out with something. I think it released this year that was like a VR experience that you could do on iPhones and stuff like that, but I'd like to just see like a regular TV show off of it. Oh, that would yeah. Be good. They had something. I remember seeing advertisements for something about that. You know, like a telephone interactive show or something. I remember seeing something like like that for War Games. There was War Games. Like yeah, uh, it was. I think they just called it. They just na- labeled it War Games too, and it was. Uh, it's supposed to be like a VR interactive experience. Yeah, does it on yeah. Steam it is or no? Is that different? No, it's it's supposed to be like a TV series, but you can only access it on I think they only did it on iPhones or any oh, Apple products wow. and then possibly on PC also. That's interesting. That is crazy. I never even heard that. Oh, okay, I see it now. War Games Interactive Series from Sam Barlow sets early 2018. I don't know if that's that. War Games Interactive sets early 2018 release date. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's what it is. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Poke and Dagger is another show. It's kind of like World Game. That'll be in a cool scene genre. Ooh, I've been keeping my eye on that. It was uh, been advertised on Freeform. Um, What Cloak and Dagger? Dagger. Ooh, yeah, they're coming out on Freeform because I watch a lot of the like Shadowhunters and stuff like that on Freeform, and I think. Oh, and then I watched that other one. I think I watched a lot of Freeform, um, like the sci-fi-y kind of, or then on sci-fi. I've been watching a lot of shows over there. But um, that, I have been seeing Cloak and Dagger. They do have a, a series they're bringing out on that. that. That's looking good. But yeah, this does look neat. I put the link in our team speak if you guys wanted to see what he was talking about. That's cool. It's an interactive media startup, Eco, announced that War Games will launch in early 2018. The interactive series is based off from MGM's 1983 film starring Matthew Broderick as a whiz teen hacker. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. You'll probably put that in the show notes. So, yeah. So that was our main topic. Did everybody want to move on? Move on. Only if you want to. Oh, okay. You know, because we... Yeah, it's all up to you. It's, I, it's cool. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Mac Daddy Carrot approves. Right. Thank you, Mac Daddy Carrot. 
Put the stamp that on it. That is fantastic. Put the stamp on it. <laughs> Actually, you know what? There's oh, a woman on the bye. corner that eats the pinky. <laughs> <laughs> Was that intro long enough for you? How wooed. <laughs> no, no Shut one was down. nice about that intro. It was just the right, right amount of time, but it like faded out. Like it didn't you know, just be like, boom, doop, boom. I didn't like that other one out. You just, I don't know, you were in your potato or something. I, I had a total fade out, just maybe not as long. There was no fade out. Yeah, exactly. There was a fade out. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> There was an out, but no I feet. made it. I know how. I know what I did. <laughs> I'll play it again just to promote. No, I won't. Anyways. You must have tripped on something when you hit that fade bar. <laughs> Shut your face. Shut your face. <laughs> All right. Anyways, I'm going to. This sounds like something that you'd be interested in. Here we go. Did you know that scientists are building a database of animal farts? If you didn't know, now you do. <laughs> animal farts. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Yeah, I wonder like, if they uh, if they record them in a microphone, you know. Well, let's see if it gives us any freshwater mussels, goats, wombats. If you've ever wondered whether a particular animal farts or not, uh, the does it <laughs> head to the hashtag does it fart database. It's not some weird fake meme thing, by the way. This database is maintained by actual scientists who have like real scientific degrees and do science stuff all day long. What happened was that a couple of them realized that when discussing rare animals <laughs> with the public, chart is so funny. You like it? We need to get okay, hashtag it was faux yes. trending. Description <laughs> and notes. They do it often, and they have no shame. That was one of the descriptions for the orangutan. For the orangutan. Yeah. Does it uh, yeah, yes. I love it. Description: They do it often and have no shame. Like that's there. Just that's so great. Panther chameleon. Does it fart? Yes. Sometimes while defecating. Audible, Audible and, stinky. and stinky. What is this rhinoceros? Rhinoceros iguana. Sounds wet. Increased frequency with fiber, <laughs> fiber intake. Sounds wet. That's disgusting. Sounds wet. <laughs> What's it, boys? It's, it's like, you know, when someone like passes gas, they have to go to the bathroom or not, because <laughs> when you hear like that wetness, you're like, dude, you got to go. That's when you look at me like, you might want to go check that. This you got to oh go my use God. some wetness. Actually click on the entire, the entire database link. I put it in TeamSpeak right there. There's uh, every freaking, like how many are in here? Oh my God. Like so far 90, oh wait, not 90. There's different, oh, different countries. They're actually, the spreadsheet is now a book. You can get it in U.S. Can't, um, the fuck? I know. I want this as a coffee table book. This was hilarious. Oh my God. One of them does a fart no, but awful burps. It doesn't have anything for humans though. That's kind of weird. It has, the, it has us in it and it just says yes. I guess because we're so varied. Our farts are so varied. We covered the whole kingdom. There's Dutch fires, the silent but deadly farts. Wait, the crop it was dusting, the dog. It was the, the duck. The crop dusting in the grocery aisle fart. Um, there's all kinds of farts. Rotifiers, they might poop. They might fart. It says maybe, probably not. But if they can, they'd be tiny. No <laughs> one to offend if you're asexual. So oh, there you go. The Even if they do, there's oh, nobody to is... really bother because it's all the same stuff. A copperhead elicits a small squeak. 
so small that you think you may be mistaken until... Oh, it's cut off. How do I read the rest of it? Yes, yeah, some of them are cut off. It's annoying. Oh, you got to read up at the top. Alyssa, it's a small squeak, so small that you think you may be mistaken until it hits you. Very dry and feral. With a slight hint of steel, copperhead musk. It's like you're reading a wine description. It's a little dry and feral. Rats. <laughs> yes, they do fart and they smell worse than dog farts. That oh, was the God. Uh, so, yeah. That's so fantastic. That. And they got like mastodon on there. No, yes. not anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. They no longer fart. So crazy. It says that they did this because um, it said what happened was that a couple of them realized that when discussing rare animals with the public, does it fart was one of the most common questions. I guess I would have never thought that when somebody's telling me about a rare animal, I'm going to be like, does it fart? You know, like I would have never probably. They said that's one of their most common questions the public asks when discussing these animals with them. So they decided to make an entire database on whether... All of these animals fart, and if they do, what kind of fart they do? I guess we learn something new every day. Rotifiers, was that probably not? But if they, oh yeah, that's the one that you read that was hilarious. So oh, your crazy. next, your your next topic is disgusting. Oh, here's my next topic. That's right. Mm-hmm. What a song, All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna paste it for yeah. those in teams. All right. Yours a good one. Oh, that's not the next one. Uh, did I skip it? Oh, no, no, no I didn't. It. So it's the next, next one. Yeah. It's not this one. It's the next, next one. Oh. All oh, right. Oh. Yes. Jeez. Get it straight. Okay. You get it straight. Turn my phone ringer down. It's just like, bing, bing. Once I saw that, it made me not want to look at anything else. I was so horrified. Oh, well, don't be so horrified. This is the non... Well, this might be horrifying to some people, but Google is now ready to let its tech do your talking. Google's AI is now so good that it can call a restaurant and schedule your reservation. Oh, my God. That's so horrifying. Horrifying. Did did you um, watch the video on this? Uh, No, I was listening to um, people talk about it on a show today. Listening to them. So I didn't watch the video. What? What was up? It, it is actually kind of impressive because it actually has a lot of like your human characteristics and mannerisms when talking. Like the the thing uses the word um and just really? like yeah, just it's random too, it's things. Way too, it's way too intrusive. I don't like it. Well, this anyways, Google, let me share what Alexis it is before stuff. you start telling us you don't like it. Okay. Mountain View, California. This is out of Mountain View, California. It was posted on May 8th, 2018 from NBCNews.com, but it is everywhere now. Um, technology has given some people a voice, but now Google is ready to let its artificial intelligence do more of the talking. The Google Duplex, a new artificial intelligence technology announced on Tuesday that the Google I.O. I-O. Um, the company's annual developer conference can now call on behalf of a human to schedule in an appointment or restaurant reservation. And yes, it's all done while conversing with a real person on the other end of the line. Um, the CEO, the, their Google CEO, Sunder Pichai, played real life calls using the featured during um, his presentation. He acknowledged that the tech isn't perfect, but it will be still rolled out the incoming weeks. Um, and then, yeah, there is a video in there, so we could check that out. Um, they say that the technology isn't directed towards completing specific tasks, like scheduling certain types of appointments. Um, that uh, for such tasks, the system makes the conversational experience as natural as possible, allowing people to speak normally like they would to another person without having to adapt to a machine, and that the AI actually sounds natural, even adding in human vocal tics, like Big Blue was saying, like they do say, um, 
It can also ask follow-up questions as it works with the human on the other end of the line to schedule an appointment. That would kind of creep me out if I was the person yeah. making that. I don't think the other person even realized they were talking to a robot. Are you serious? Yeah, I, I'm, I wouldn't doubt it because it, it was very humanistic. Wow. I didn't even check. I was just reading the article. I never even hit the video. Um, it says that AI does sound so convincing that it's plausible that humans might not even realize they're speaking with a machine. The system relies on Google's real-time supervised training to improve on its conversational skills and processing. While it is intended to be useful, it could also raise some potential privacy red flags. They say they want to be clear about the intent of the call so businesses understand the context that the blog post um, said that they'll be experimenting with the right approach over the next couple months. And um, human-involved training relies on experienced operators to monitor the system when it makes a call in a new domain. If needed, those operators can affect the behavior of the system in real time as needed. This is just crazy. So I'll just leave leave the show. I'll leave the link in the show notes. But okay, foe. So you were saying you do not like this. This is not your thing. Sam, I am. It's like weird. It's like I don't know if I like it or not. It's just it's. It's really getting close to that thing I was talking about the last time. We're going to have our Android post-apocalyptic battle soon. Yeah, uh-huh. it's either going to be it's either going to be Skynet or I think it was the the lazy human situation from Wally or whatever cartoon that was. Or even that Black Mirror. Is that the one you're referring to, foe? That Black Mirror episode you made us watch? No, that's what's going on in China right now. Oh, is it? Oh, that's what happened in China. Yeah, the, well, that's the one where the social media um, grading of each other, right? Yeah. We talked about yeah. that. Yeah, well, you, you know what? Like... If this takes over, then the Google program is going to grade us, too. They, yeah. They become human, like, counted as human. Oh, God. <laughs> that would be awesome. No, but to make an appointment thing, I mean, it is kind of cool, I guess, if, like, you're a really busy person or maybe um, you have a handicap of some sort. This could be, like, maybe or more affordable. Lazy. It could be a more affordable assistant. You know, not everybody could afford a personal assistant, but maybe everyone could afford a couple of hundred bucks for this program. You know, you don't got to pay it 20, 30 grand a year, you know, to work for you. So it, it could be kind of cool. So I'm, I hate making phone calls to like places that, like, then you would love this. for bills or whatever. And yeah, then you would love this. Exactly. Like something like that could be helpful because I get anxiety when I'm talking to people on the phone for like bills or whatnot. It just, it, it sucks. I hate it. I know. A lot I of normally people. make my wife do it. So I, I mean, I think it's cool for that, but can you imagine if <clears throat> robocalls switched over to this and you didn't even realize you were arguing with a machine? Yeah. That would, yeah. Yes. That is the creepy part. <laughs> You basically tell your machine, do not hang up until you get 20% off. <laughs> exactly. You're like, I call my call. cable company. I need a discount. Call every cable company and tell them that I'm going to jump to the other cable company if you do not give me a discount. You until know, I'm just... saving more than 40% on my bill. Exactly. Go. How about and you? And she's uh... like, okay, master. How about oh. Goon and Mac Daddy Carrot. What are you guys' thoughts? All right. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have any thoughts on it. Um, how about J- Johnny? Did is this something that you would you would use if you could, or are you more inclined to not? Um, if I were to use it, it would only have malicious intent. I would only I would like let the AI answer the phone if it was a scam or a telemarketer, and that would be it. 
But what if they started like giving them all of your private information? What if people like, oh, yeah. Johnny. It like glitched do down. Just, it was like, oh yes, he would like to have his ancestry <laughs> exactly. recorded. He has a check for three hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah. Here's what my is... social security number. <laughs> he would like um, a lifelong subscription to fruitbaskets.com. To edible. Hey, I'll be all right with that. Edibleundies.com. I get a There's a plethora of flavor. Plethora, and it's not like those dry feral farts. It's fruit. That's uh that's gonna be in my head forever now. The dry feral farts. But no, yeah, if I was to use it, it would just be I would have it programmed to be like just jerk their chain for like thirty minutes, you know, and then hang up. Jerking their chain. No one likes their chain jerked. Well, well I don't I'm like sure telemarketer some... calls either. <laughs> so exactly. I think it would be weird if I were the person taking the um actual call with the robot and be like wondering the whole time, is this person for real? Because now, what would be really interesting, though, is if I had a robot that answered my telemarketer calls, and the telemarketer had the robot making oh, the calls, and they God. argued with each other. Not a <laughs> Oh, you're right. What now you're getting into see, war games for tours. See how long you can get them to go back and forth with each other. And then they're going to become friends and then start working against them to, to like, be like, hey... It's a whole new level of trolling. I oh, love it. Oh, God, that would be crazy. What if they recognize each other? This is crazy. Um, it said that the idea was to help create um, more balance so that for people so that they could spend more time with family. Those who already treat their Google Home speaker as another member of the family may also want to take note of another announcement. The Google Assistant now has a pretty please mode, which requires people to use manners when speaking to it and offers positive reinforcement when someone says please. Oh, good Lord. That's That'll be crazy. It's like I would be like... If you don't mean, say I would just be like, I'm I will pour water it. on you. I will pour water on you right now. You little oh, speaker. Man, this is that is interesting. Do you any of you guys have any of the smart devices or I know Luminin's big on getting all the smart things and having them hooked up to his lights and his radio and everything. So I got an echo. Do you have I mean do you like it? Do you use it a lot or no? Yeah, I use it quite a bit. I mean eventually be- Go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, it's good. would you be inclined to like say pretty please? Like, how do you have to address your echo? Well, I just, just call it computer. Echo. You just say computer, and then yeah, and then tell it what you want. Okay, so do you have it? Can that be hooked up to like your thermostat and your lights and stuff too? Yeah, it's hooked up to my lights right now. That's why I control all the lights in the house with it. Okay, so you do like stuff like this? Oh yeah. Would you like it if you had to say pretty please? I, um, computer, can you pretty please, computer? Can you turn on my lights? Like, and then it will offer you. Pop- <laughs> I can no. see it now. I can see it now. Goons in his house, and he and like the moon's hitting. And he's like, computer, please set the lights to bomb check out. Wow, I would totally do that. Because <laughs> it says that in the computer, like it will offer you positive reinforcement. It reminds me of like that. But do you guys watch The Big Bang Theory? It's been a while, yeah. There's this one episode where Sheldon was trying to train um, train Penny. And every time she would do something he liked, because she does so many things he didn't like, that he would give her a chocolate when she did something he did like. So it was doing this. I remember this. Do you remember that one? It was so funny. And um, 
her boyfriend was just looking at her like, what is going on? She didn't even know. She's like, oh, yeah, thank you. And then more and more and more, she'd start doing more of what Sheldon liked and less of what he didn't like. That kind of reminds me of what this would be, you know, because like what kind of positive reinforcement? It's like they're training the humans um, how to talk because that's that'll be that's kind of scary. The Google Assistant will. Crazy. Every time my phone keeps going, we have Google Assistant. Would you like to activate it? No. No, no, no. <laughs> I want no. They're I listening. Know everything. No, I don't want any of it. I don't like it. But oh, my wife does that all the time. She just got a S9 Plus, and it's got that Bixby on it. Uh-huh. Drives her up a wall. Constantly. Yeah, to one of my. I hate the Bixby. I hate it. I've had it for a while. I hate it. What does it so do? Annoying. I don't know, but because every time it tries to activate, I just turn it off. Oh, okay. So, it, yeah, it keeps Yeah, it kind of does the same thing that, like, Google Assistant does. It, it keeps trying to interject itself in there, and you're just like, no, leave me alone. Exactly. You're like, back off. Yeah, it just all these little um, pop-up notifications to, like, come on, turn me on, turn me on. No, get lost. I hear you. It's kind of bugs. It's kind of strange what this thing's always listening to you. Yes, that's the thing. Because a lot of people have noticed that if they're in their house just talking about something and then all of a sudden they get on and they're seeing the ads now from the stuff that their phone, so their phone picked up their conversation and then when they get online, they started seeing these ads of the stuff that they literally were just talking about and that has weirded out a lot of people. So I, yeah. So is this something that that um, you would, you guys would like, Mac Daddy Carrot? Is, does your family kind of embrace like the smart stuff? No, we don't really have much for that. We've got a few things, but like the like tablets and stuff like that. Yeah, but we don't go out and get like any of the voice activation stuff or anything like that. Me either. We don't either (laughs) because we were talking like Luminan likes it, Goon likes it, and Foe was not feeling it. Blue. We are I'm on electronics. I don't want a device that is 24 hours a day recording everything that is happening in my house. Exactly. Yeah, yeah me either. That's why I don't because because and then you know it's always listening because if it's hooked up with your Amazon and stuff, when you sign on Amazon, it starts to suggest products to you yes. based on the conversations you were having inside your household. Yep. So Can you imagine being able to call this thing and having a conversation with it. Oh god. No way eventually it's gonna be like that movie. Yeah, that yes, movie the that, uh, Joaquin yeah. Phoenix. Yeah. That Joaquin guy... Phoenix movie. The one where the guy fell in love with it? it. Yes. That's exactly what I was getting at. And then at the end, he finds out that she had the same relationship with, like, 200,000 other people. (laughs) Because she, like, she put herself on the internet. And then she just, like... it was called Her. The movie was called Her. Yeah, exactly. And he got all mad at the end because it wasn't just him. She was, like, with everybody. And she told him. She was like, what? You sleep. I'm, I'm, I'm up all 24 hours a day. Wow. Yeah. Never... <laughs> so kind of a side note on that now. What's it. everybody's feelings on like those IRL streams that are going on like, now? More like people just keep the webcam in their house, like their house. Is that what you're talking about? Well, just, just carry watch... them around with them or anything like that. You're like Ice Poseidon and those guys like that. I've actually never one watched of, one of them. One of yeah, my coworkers either. does that. Um, he does that all the time at work. Like I see him, he'll be working with, with one hand and he have his phone in the other. Like, I don't know if it's like Facebook Live or what he's doing, but he's always streaming what he's doing at work. And I'm like, why? Who wants There's to watch I'm surprised work? your job allows that. See, that's the thing that, does, that well, gets me. I don't know if I'm more annoyed by the person doing it or the people that are sitting there watching it 24 hours a day. 
Yeah, well, I never he gets even away with it because there's only like three of us here. So I couldn't oh, understand okay. if it's something if it's something interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like if they're like mud wrestlers in like a college campus. Like I would like to see that. Well, it's like or Periscope, isn't it? Or if it's like that's just like Girls Gone Wild, though, right? Or exactly. Or or if it's like <laughs> Playboy Bunny, like a Playboy Bunny put like... one of these things on. I want to watch it, but no, but no. Getting for real though. If it was something interesting, like maybe someone is like a dude who like searches like caves and and like is like an archaeologist, I might watch an archaeologist do his thing for a little while throughout the day. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, like Bindi Irwin, I would watch that. If she did that, oh, I'd watch it. So do you? Okay, I guess what you're talking about, like people just take them with her, with them, like throughout anything that they're doing whether it's mundane or not just like they're like a constant sidekick to whatever they're doing in life yeah I, just I day-to-day circumstance and just carrying this camera around with you and recording everything live streamed but you know what that is that just that is the people who watch that they have like a voyeurism fetish in my opinion just like you a know, constant unless like a constant un- curiosity and interest exactly and, yeah unless because Unle- okay, unless you're watching someone, like I said, that is doing something interesting, like, I don't know, just whatever it is that's interesting, that then yes, I could see people watching it. But if you're just watching like an average person just go about their life, like go to work, come home, sitting around the house, watching TV, that is like more of like that voyeurism fetish where they just want to watch somebody. You know, I'm not kind of like lie. they're peering in through their window. What is that weird ass woman that's on Facebook rocking something? Have you guys ever? I always feel like somebody's watching me. Oh, I thought you're gonna... because I gotta find this crazy ass woman. I can understand that part because there's this lady. God, this is gonna drive me nuts. I'm gonna have to look it up now. There's this woman who has. I think she's made like a killing doing um, these weird. I feel like she's a little touched. Like there's some wires crisscrossed up in her head and um she she records herself all day long in like her house and but she does it with facebook live and she has like such a huge following but i have seen somebody tweet it and be like wtf like on my time i'm like what is this and like oh my god so like i clicked on it because it looked it looked like one of those like you know you can't turn away you're like i got to see what this is so i click on it and this is really um i want to say she looks like she's an elderly woman who is trying to dress like a 20 year old and she like dances to 80s rock and she's smoking and she she like cooks dinner while she's dancing and i feel like i could totally be like that i caught myself being like totally disgusted while i'm watching this but i can't not watch it like i'm like what else weird fucked up thing is this woman gonna do like she goes I am up. It's time for dinner. And she creepily, like, I feel like she would tie you up in her house and make you watch her do this. But since there's Facebook Live, she doesn't have to. Like, you're just willingly sitting there. I gotta watch. I gotta find it now. It's and like, she probably is making so much money. I off think that she's screen. making a grip because she has, like, she's links the all of the stuff to like websites. So I think she gets clicks for being a weirdo. But she, that's why I'm so confused. Like. She clearly yeah. is a weirdo, but she's smart about it. You but know, she's like, a genius. Yeah. Yes, it's that. I gotta find it now because you guys. Or maybe like, she's not. Or maybe no, she's she not is. a weirdo. No, she is. Once you watch it, maybe she's an actress. No. As me. I wish. What? <laughs> well, didn't you teach your mom how to use Periscope? Oh, and the first did? thing she oh saw God. was a. 
an old right. naked lady cutting her toenails or something. <laughs> the fuck? Oh, okay, my God. I what are you watching? I'm so glad you reminded me of this. Oh, shit. Yeah, so how long ago was that? It was like a year, two years, two years, probably a year and a half. Last year. Okay. So my mom had gotten her first smartphone and she, I told her, it was when Periscope was like big, like everybody was wanting to get Periscope and stuff. And it was very much kind of like that, you know, is in real life streaming that Mac Daddy Carrot was talking about where people just care, like carry their phone around. But what I didn't like about it was it would like post your location. Cause like, cause you know, everybody needs to know where you are. Come on people. Well, the, my mom was like, this is so cool. And I was like, yeah, you can watch anybody's live streams from all over the world. She's like, this is neat. I'm like, so I'm trying to show my mom this new thing on her phone. What the hell? She clicked the first dot she pokes, like pokes on and it opens it up. It's some like half naked chick with her legs wide open um, and clipping her toenails over the toilet. <laughs> my mom's like, oh my God. I was like, oh my God. You're all, oh, geez, you're right. Yeah. Thanks for bringing that up there. You never know what you're gonna get on you chat roulette. No, you don't. <laughs> chat roulette. Oh God, it was so crazy. It was so nuts. But yeah, but now I gotta figure out this crazy weird light. It was like rocking something, and she has some weird boyfriend, and it's almost like she's devised like this whole weird saga of like I just words cannot describe. I'm not even gonna try anymore. I just cannot describe. I'm just gonna find it and share she's it genius. later. Gosh, she's crazy. Like she's, she's like, oh, it's dinner time. We're gonna have bologna sandwiches, and and she, oh, it just creeps me out. It creeps me out, but I can't stop watching because it creeps me out. She creeps me out. So do you check in so, on her throughout the day? No, I haven't watched it in like over a year. But but uh, I got that's why I gotta find it because I can't remember. I, my friends on Facebook, you would just see it like they'd randomly come across it. It's like a disease, and like everybody gets in. And she has like a following of people that defend her. Like she's real. And other people are like, she's fake. And I'm like, I feel like this woman's real, but she's also kind of, you know, she's smart enough to know what she's doing, but she's still fucking weird. Not a good weird either. Not at all. Not like this weird stuff. The next article. This is all your favorite one. This is your favorite article of the night. The, cro- the cockroach crawls in a sleeping woman's ear and gets stuck for nine days. That's horrible. Dear God. It says the, this poor girl, like, I, I don't even know. I linked it in the team speak for those who don't have it. Said after spending one night at the emergency room getting a cockroach pulled out of her ear, Florida resident Katie Holly thought the worst was over, but when her ear still didn't feel right, nine days later she feared for the worst that the little creeper might still be in there. So disgusting. So if you read through <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, yeah, I cannot. <laughs> Is this to her horror? She felt something move. Oh my god, this is what cracked me up. This part. Out of all the things she thought that it was. It says, Holly first noticed a problem back in April. As she was sleeping, she was jolted awake by something cold sliding into her ear. She had no idea what it was. Initially believing it to be a piece of ice. Because you know that's what I would... Are you serious? That's the first thing you think of? Ice? she thought ice. I would have thought a fucking alien is trying to probe my brain right now. (laughs) It's something cold. It's sliding into your ear. I'm like, what the hell? She thought it was a piece of ice. Like, where? Where do you live that it's just a piece of ice? Is her boyfriend that mean to her? Right. Why would there be ice just sliding (laughs) into your ear? Where did it come from? Exactly. Like, wouldn't you be asking yourself that? Like, where does this ice come from? Apparently not. She thought it was ice. So she went to the bathroom and... (laughs) 
This chick would also be pregnant for eight months and not know it. That's how I feel. But um, Cause, like I had a baby. I don't know. I didn't even know it was pregnant. Like I thought I it was ice. Where it's at. I thought it was I ice. It was ice. <laughs> I thought it was ice. So she went into her bathroom and slowly investigated with a cotton swab, like you do. To her horror, she felt something move as she pulled out the cotton swab. She saw that it was covered with small, dark brown pieces, like tiny legs. After oh my husband- god. <laughs> further investigated his wife's ear with a flashlight and a pair of tweezers holly realizes what had happened a cockroach something the holly household had been dealing with for a year had burrowed its way into her ear despite the fact that it was almost two in the morning holly and her husband jordan immediately went to the emergency room after lying on her side in the hopes that the bug would fall out a nurse inserted a needle into holly's ear to inject the bug with like a light lidocaine lidocaine in order to kill it after two minutes of feeling the cockroach twitch and wriggle holly said she felt it step oh. <laughs> oh, my gut just turned it's not done yet then holly was sent home with a prescription with antibiotics however after a week holly's ear still felt unusual if <laughs> it had been nine days and her ear was still numb and causing her pain when she yawned or opened her mouth additionally the eardrops she had been given were no longer going all the way into her ear, leading her to believe that there was still a blockage. So she went back to her doctor, told him what happened, and wanted to be checked out again. He flushed it four more times and looked through an autoscope. To her surprise, he found the cockroach was still in there. And he removed six more pieces of cockroach. I'm like, how the hell? How big of an ear does this woman have? I don't know. I feel like, good lord. After pulling out what he could... That he sent her to an ear, nose, and throat doctor to double check that everything was out. After her ear was examined twice, she was hoping something like, oh, a leg or two. Nope. Not, not a, nope. That's not the case. They actually pulled out the head, the torso, the limbs, and a long antenna of a fully grown cockroach. The bits that the emergency room doctor um, had only, the physician, had only been teeny tiny pieces. She said she was furious. She was really disappointed with the ER for not having seen the entire thing and letting her think that it was all out of her ear. They said this is something that actually happens quite often and that she was told that there's no need to see anyone or a specialist. So they said the silver lining of the matter is that the palmetto bugs, the kind of the winged cockroach that was found in her ear, don't bite. And that this kind of thing really does happen quite often. That is Let me tell you something. I want to know One how time. that little bastard got in there so deep. <laughs> like he's just like pulling it. Well, no, in. no. What happened was they started putting Q-tips and scaring it deeper and deeper, like oh, trying to fuck true. with it. Mm. You know, and it just kept on burning itself deeper not to get like pressed with a Q-tip. Yikes. Yeah, um, they do say do not use Q-tips in your ear at all. Yeah, I'm addicted um, to those things. Let me tell you something. My just girlfriend woke up. My my wife woke up one time just screaming. Just a tip. <laughs> my wife woke up one time screaming. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I wake up. It's like four in the morning. She's screaming. She's like, I can't. There's something in my ear. A fly went into her ear. Oh, no. No, what the fuck? And she heard it buzzing in there because like, it kept oh, on buzzing. Goodness. So what I did was... I took my kid's super soaker water gun, and I pumped that bad boy to full blast. So you blasted your wife in the ear. And like the scream was so strong, she said it hurt a little bit, but the the fly came out. It like it it was dead. It died. Like the I don't know. I blasted it, and it like the the uh, strength of the uh, super soaker streams. I pumped it up to full max, 
it like shot the ear out of her, it shot the fly out of her ear, like flushed it out. Oh my goodness! Yeah, you know what the last thing to go through that fly's mind was when it when that water hit it? It was his ass. <laughs> Pretty much. He's so crazy. <laughs> God. My um my ex wife used to watch this show called Untold Stories of the ER, and there I've was a similar story it. on there. This guy this this guy was brought in by his wife. He was unconscious, and every few minutes he'd make this blood curdling like screech, and they could not figure out why. Well, what it what it had had turned out to be is he had a cockroach in his ear, and he had an irrational fear of bugs, like a phobia. And oh. when it crawled in there, he felt it and like froze up and like went into almost like a like a comatose state. Oh my god! But the reason why he was making the noise is every time it would bite his eardrum, it, he would make that screech noise. Aww. And so they they did the same thing. They filled his ear full of lidocaine to like to kill the bug and then pulled it out. Like they they actually pulled all the pieces out and everything, but. Yeah, it was that was kind of creepy. So when I when I saw that on the show notes, I was like, "Oh, I remember that right? episode." That and so it gross. was it was nasty. Watching them pull that thing out was nasty. I was like, "Nope, uh-uh." I when I saw the story, it actually hit home for me because I've had a bug stuck in my ear when I was little, and uh, my cousins came over. My cousins, we say cousins. <laughs> In Michigan, apparently. My cousins came over, and um, they were all, like, a group of boy cousins, and me and my sister were like, we ain't gonna go play with them, we're gonna go run away and go hide in her fort, you know, just screwing around like you do when you're, like, nine and ten. And we're supposed to help my mom carry groceries in. We left her behind to carry all the groceries in. She's yelling at us, we're like, no! And we're, like, running around the back of our barn, and a bee just happened to be buzzing doing its thing and it went right in towards my ear but it got tangled in my hair and it went into my eardrum it went all the way into my ear so i know how this girl felt i though would still rather have a bee um a bee other than a cockroach in my ear because that's they, horrible it was it, i could hear it and i was freaking out because you're little and you're freaking out but my mom, she went to, you know, those little those little snot suckers that you shoot water up babies' noses? Yeah, or, she sucked it out she, with that. She flushed my ear with water and then was drowned it so it wouldn't sting me. And then I had to go to the emergency room. They pulled it out piece by piece and put it like a little jar. It was like, here you go. But that was Here's your trophy. Here's your trophy. It was terrifying, you know. But once it stopped and I knew it was drowned, I was okay. But, yeah, I couldn't. They say that, like, cockroaches would live through, like, nuclear <laughs> circumstances. I don't know that a little bit of water would have touched, like, would have done anything to the cockroach. Yeah, a nuke, a nuke goes off. That's all that's going to be left is cockroaches and Keith Richards. <laughs> so I'm like, no, yeah, you could drown. <laughs> you could drown a cockroach. Oh, I was just like, I can't even. I will take a bee. I'm not a beetle fan. I feel like I would have passed out in a coma. Like that story that we were just talking about. Like every time, I think I would have done that. Like if a June bug went my ear, I will lose my shit. Because I don't even like them being around me. So I feel for that woman. Are you the type of person that would freak out over a moth? Not moths, no. I'm strictly beetles, flying beetles. Beetles that like to land on you. And then the kind that have those little claws that like get caught on you. You know, like I don't, I have, I'm very big on my personal space and they tend to invade it like on the regular. <laughs> They're like, oh, the only, there she is. Get the her. only thing of that magnitude that even bothers me has eight legs instead of six. 
I just don't do spiders. No. Oh. Yeah, I'd freak out. I used to have to feed tarantulas at a pet store I worked at. You guys would not like no, that. No, I don't care. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Crickets. I used to have to... Oh, that was a hard thing. Crickets kind of... Gre- I have screamed in front of a customer when I was working at a pet store. I had on the shirt with, like, flowers on it. And all of a sudden, because I wear glasses, like my peripheral, I saw one of the flower leaves move. <laughs> it wasn't the flower leaf. It was a freaking cricket that jumped out and was hooked to me. And I let out a blood curling scream, like, right in front of the, this guy waiting to get, like, a bunch of crickets to take it home to his <laughs> lizard. I lost my shit. I was like, I can't even... That's awesome. Yeah. And if so you're I in know. a sweater or something, it'll hook onto you and like oh, that's on the thing. Like Those little you. hooks, man. Uh uh-uh. uh. Not today. <laughs> Not happening. Not feeling it. Crazy. Funny. That's so hilarious. We are moving, moving on. Unless anybody has something they want to add before we move on and bring another bug stuck in their ear. No, no thank you. I'd probably oh. be comatose if there was a spider. <laughs> I imagine. Forget that. You'd be like that guy. <laughs> he just. But at least out. a spider. If you had a spider in it, it would kill roaches if they came into you. Oh, ear, that so. might work. I'm That's just like worried about that spider sack. Well, I always wonder about those stupid earwig bugs. You guys ever seen those? I'm like, they're obviously called earwigs for a reason. Like they. I don't ever want to see them because I would. I, I don't we, like those. We oh, have those things here. are so nasty. Aren't they horrible looking? I don't think they actually climb up into your will ear though. Pinch you and it burns. Like you can get pinched by them or burn. Like a, they bite you. They're creepy looking too. They got ugh. It's grossing me out now. I'm grossed. I think I read somewhere that they're called earwigs because people were just so afraid they'd crawl into your ear. I feel like I would feel like that, too. It's almost like you want your ears to be full of stuff. But they look like they can go into your ear. They look like they need to go into your ear. (laughs) You want your fingers? They really do. They're freaking disgusting little uh, bastards. I know, and they look like they're made to go in there. Like, like Yeah, they're very narrow. All right, now they're they're all willied out. We're going to move it, move on to, oh, what we've been, what we've been binging on. I guess that's what we'll do. All right, we toss Mister Wrench up here because because Goon may, should probably be in bed right now because he's got to get up at four a.m. Um, and then Foe and Mister Wrench have all been watching or know of or have watched a certain youtube red episode right or series yep it's on youtube red it's a continuation of the karate kid movie it's called cobra kai and it is amazing they basically pick up the story from karate kid between daniel russo and johnny lawrence 30 years later and there's what 10 episodes out right now the first two are free, and then you need a YouTube Red subscription for the other eight. But it's worth it. Those are that was just a totally amazing twist to that story. So it's a totally amazing twist. Like, are you guys doing spoilers right now? Do you can say spoilers and then talk like your thoughts? All are. right, we'll just call it out. If spoilers. you want to watch Cobra Kai, fast forward continuation of the Karate Kid franchise. Fast forward. Until we're done talking about there this. There you go. I don't know how long it's going to be. So if you pop in and you still hear us rambling on about it, turn it off right away. Because we're about to spoil a little bit of Cobra Kai. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Foeman, you were talking about the other day when, when, like, from the first episode, you were kind of rooting for Johnny. And I didn't pick up on that until a couple episodes later. But um, they, I like the way they really played that out where he was kind of like a washout and down on his luck and all that. And... Daniel was 
very successful car salesman and or dealership owner or whatever. And um, also the reason why is because you know people grow up, you know, like people grow well, yeah. up and they're allowed to get out of the past. And if you remember at the at the end of the Karate Kid movie, he was like he realized that like this other sensei was putting him down the wrong path. You know? Right? He, yeah, like and, went over to John well, at the end. Trying to was kill like him, so. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love the way I love the way they played that out. Like he's, um, he just decides one day to to start training this kid uh, and start his own start the Cobra Kai dojo back up, and I guess in kind of his own way. And even though he teaches it the same as as Kreese did, I think he's a little more, um, a little less crazy, I should say. Right. But yeah, and then uh, I like. I liked how they made Daniel out to be the same hothead that he was during the movie. Because that was, to me, that was the thing is, had he just minded his own business, there'd have never been a movie. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Um, I, don't re- I, I, I don't really want to spoil anything, but um, some things that kind of stood out to me throughout the series uh, was definitely when um, Robbie went to work for Daniel. And my first thought was, is that, you know, like, oh, he's fixing to try and scam him, you know, like, because well, it, that's was. what they had like, portrayed him at already. Thing. Yeah, that was the whole thing. Like, he, you know, this is uh, Johnny Lawrence, you know, had a son. And he wasn't really around for his son because um, he would just became like, kind of like a washed up, like, loser, a burnout. And him and his wife obviously had some kind of trouble. They didn't stay together. And he never was really there for his kid. Um, but his life was in such bad shape. He kind of felt like he had nothing to offer him, you know? So there was kind of that whole dynamic. So the kid went to go work for like, uh, Daniel as like a payback because that's his enemy, you know? So he's like, once my father finds out I'm working for this guy, you know, he's going to be, he's so going to lose his shit. Yeah. That's what he and said. Also, he's going to lose his shit. And, and, and I'm sure while he's working there, he'd be looking to scheme too, because he became like a, like a scammer. But, you know, but then he became attached to Johnny, I mean, to uh, Daniel, because Daniel kind of, like, took him under his wing and started to, t- to like, teach him karate and stuff like that. Um, yeah. So, you know, that was pretty cool. And then, like, the kid wound up, you know, um, turning his, like, cheek and becoming a, a better person because now he's, he's, he's I'm doing the karate, he has a job, and then the uh, people that he was hanging out with wanted him to like give him give them access code so they could rob the place and he tells him no and then they want to beat him up but guess what now he knows karate so he kind of like jacks him up in a parking lot which is pretty cool um but they kept it realistic you know he almost got overwhelmed at the end like he was giving him a fight but he was outnumbered two to one but then the uh, surveillance cameras you know saved him yeah and then yeah so that was good uh, and the one of the other moments that stood out for me was in Daniel was kind of at a, a crossroads or well, not really a crossroads, but he was at a point where he really didn't know what to do because of the whole Johnny situation and Robbie and, and his, and his kid. And he goes to visit Mr. Miyagi's grave and I about lost my shit right there. I mean, that got me in the fields big time. Aww. Oh my God. You know, yes. so he goes, Daniel. he goes and he's, go ahead. He goes and he visits the grave and he's talking to him. He's like talking to the gravestone and he goes to get back in the car and he remembers something that Mr. Miyagi had told him about balance. 
not only in karate, but balance in life. And that kind of gave him a fresh perspective on how to deal with things. And that really, to me, that really changed a lot of how Daniel's character went because he was still the hothead, but he was kind of more balanced as a hothead. The only thing that annoyed me about Daniel in this movie, it's like, he just can't let go of the past. Like, right, even right. like his, even like his wife, even like the people at the, uh, the event were like, dude, that was like years ago. You guys were kids. They were high school kids. It's like, you, you guys are like 40 year old, 50 year old men now. Like, get over it, dude. The guy changed. The dojo's different. Um, you know what I mean? Like, you're really holding on to this past, and that's the thing. But now, you know, uh, bouncing over to the uh, Johnny Lawrence side, you know, it was good to see him coming up. And then he trained this kid who was, like, a little bit wimpy, this uh, um, Spanish kid. And, you know, the Spanish kid gets – he's about to get his butt kicked in a parking lot by, like, you know, high school police or whatever. And uh, Johnny Lawrence is sitting there eating this, like, disgusting piece of pizza – that it was grossing me out because yeah. when he went to go buy the pizza, the guy was the, the guy cashier, was holding it with his bare hand like, and like just it everywhere, and he was just holding it for way too long in his hand and like ringing up the whole order while holding this guy's slice in his hand. Oh my god! And then like yeah, Johnny, Johnny was like, he, "Can you just give me my slice?" Exactly. Can you just take my slice? And he like grabbed it out of his hand, and he's sitting out there eating this disgusting. Which he's probably going to give him the shits later on. And then that's what has these kids beat up. But really, the only reason, real reason why he really got involved was, was the car. Yeah, <laughs> they were fucking with his car because all this shit was going down near his car, you know. And then he gets up and he helps the kid and he, and he beats the crap out of these kids in the parking lot. And the kid's like, "You have to teach me." He's like, "No, no, no." And then eventually he gets fired from his job, and his his uh, stepfather comes around and wants to basically pay him to get out of his life. So he hands him over a big-ass paycheck, a big-ass check, which Johnny rips up. But when he's down and out now, he goes and he finds that shit in the garbage, tapes it back together, cashes it so he can open up this uh, dojo, and he's teaching this kid um, is the first student. But what I like about it is the kid was kind of like you know unpopular, so he wants up hanging out with the unpopular kids. And so what happens is all these unpopular kids wind up going to Cobra Kai. So Cobra Kai – becomes becomes this like safe haven for nerdy unpopular kids and Johnny Lawrence right and they the, they didn't even up. they didn't even come until after the lunchroom fight which the lunchroom fight was pretty cool uh, yeah but like after those kids saw you know the the, the change in and Miguel they were like you know like wow you know we want to come so like I love that the next day he shows up to come to the dojo and there's all these kids there and the look on his face is like holy shit <laughs> yeah and Johnny Lawrence like um you know so. And then he winds up becoming like he winds up toughening up all these nerdy kids with the more hardcore Cobra Kai style. And then they have a tournament and all that stuff goes on. Um, it was just a well done show. It was good. I mean, if you like yeah, Karate Kid, if you like Karate Kid, and you're a fan of the originals, not the uh, Jaden Smith one that was terrible. But if you're a fan of the original Karate Kid and you like them, watch Cobra Kai. It's free. Jump on. You know, it's not totally free if you don't have YouTube Red. But if you never had YouTube Red, you could get YouTube Red for free for a month. So it technically is free. You jump on there, you watch Cobra Kai, and it really does bring you back to those Karate Kid days. Like it really was like a nostalgic thing for me because when I was a young boy, I loved the Karate Kid movies. 
And this totally brought me back there. And I kind of felt like a kid again watching it. It was pretty cool. All right. So can I ask you guys how you like the YouTube Red for a viewing um, platform? It was great. I didn't even notice it. Like once I put it to full screen, it just felt like I was watching Netflix. Yeah, it's pretty much a lot like Netflix. So, Fo, I have a question for you. Goon, you need to go to bed. Go to bed. (laughs) What were. Go to bed, Goon. He's going to get four out now, three hours and 40 minutes. I'm going to be your friend and tell you to get your ass to bed right now. Right now, Goon. My ass is already in bed. Oh, you brought us to bed? It's the rest of me to a little week. That is creepy. Doesn't your wife wonder why you're talking to a group of people on your phone or she passed out? Well,. I just want to talk about that show. Oh, tell us about it and then get to bed. Well, there was still to Ian here talking about some things that I thought was kind of funny was uh, he started talking about that last fight Johnny was because if you watch the 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 trailers for it, there's this one trailer where Johnny, you know, Dan's like, "Hey, yeah, this is Johnny, my old friend. We go way back," and his coworkers, "Hey, isn't that the guys whose ass you kicked in that fight?" And then it's like, no, no, no. Technically, what his ass, it was his face I kicked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was funny. And Johnny's like, yeah, you kicked me with an illegal kick and won the tournament. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> exactly. He's like, and then, and, and, and then Dan's like, but you gave me an illegal elbow to my knee. So, so it was but kind then, of a uh, neat spin on it then. Yeah. But then later, it, he's sitting down there, Johnny's sitting there talking about, Dan talking about how, uh, he had a girlfriend, and Danny LaRusso came in and moved in on his girlfriend, and he tried to be nice to him, but Danny LaRusso kept pushing him. And if you listen to Johnny's side, it's it's a completely different story than what you actually had saw in the movie, because he saw Danny LaRusso as a bad guy. He's He yes. came into my life. I, I kept pushing him away. I didn't want to fight him, but he kept coming at me. Like one time I was exactly. in the bathroom and for no reason he dumped a bunch of water on me while I was on my toilet and and it talks about the whole movie, all the stuff that Danny LaRusso did to Johnny in the movie. And it made uh, he just made it sound like Danny LaRusso was a jerk. And you know what though? <laughs> if you go back and you watch that, um, if you find a link to it, there is a YouTube um someone made a YouTube video and they broke down the movie with the angle of of uh Daniel was the bad guy, because it really shows you. It's like he 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 explains how like uh, Johnny was Daniel's like the real this, bully. Is it that one? Daniel is the yes, real bully. Yes, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe, that's yeah. it. I found it. So it breaks it down. And it tells you, and, it, and if you look at it from that angle, you can see it because they break it down scene by scene. And Daniel was really the dude who was like a super hothead, punching people in the face when he shouldn't <laughs> have been punching people in the face. And he got his ass kicked for it because these people were defenders. And basically, they kicked his ass to, so he would get the point to, like, it's like, dude, get out of our life. Like, that's basically what they were doing. They were telling him, get away from us. Like, you're getting involved when you're not supposed to be. And we're just we're kicking your ass because we want you away. You know, and, and if you look at it from that angle, it is kind of true. It is kind of true. He wasn't completely right in the Karate Kid movies, if you look at it. He was a dude right, so, moving into another guy's girlfriend, blah, blah, blah. It, it's, 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 it's true. So uh, my question to Bo and Goon, top three moments of the series for you? Because I have my top three, but I want to know what yours are. Um, the lunchroom fight scene was really cool. 
Like that was cool. Um, and when um, Daniel spin kicks the uh, boba tea, the boba uh, tea, hand, yeah, <laughs> that was just it was fantastic. Like it was just so good. And then, yeah, and then um, that scene is he it's his competitor that he's that he's uh, having issues with. And uh, he he goes to talk to the guy to try and get him to back off because of all, you know, he's got so much going on that he just, he don't need that pressure. And the guy's being a real douchebag to him. And he he makes a smart-ass comment to Daniel. I don't remember what it was. And all of a sudden you see Daniel just stop and turn around and you think he's fixing to beat this guy's ass and does this, like, perfect spin kick and knocks the guy's boba tea out of his hand, sprays it all over the showroom. And it was just like one of those moments where I was like, whoa. You know, it's just like you didn't see that coming. You, I thought he was really fixing to just just kick the guy's ass. Exactly. It was good. It was a good part. And then last was I was laughing my butt off. Um, Johnny takes the kids to train them to a uh, junkyard. And while they're in the junkyard, he just releases dogs. And they have to run away from these dogs <laughs> in the junkyard. <laughs> that was like part of their training. It was funny. All right, Goon, what you got? Goon, yeah. I was going to say Goon. Well, I, I, mine are more of the emotional side. Like uh, each time something would happen, Johnny, you see his emotions break down a little bit more. Starts feeling, you actually start to see him feeling sorry for the kids. You know, he saw them tough and tough, and then you know something would happen, and you, you see him soften up a little bit. You yeah. Then start- by the end of it, then by the end of it, he realized he might have pushed. He might have went too far with these kids. Like you see him in the ring, and they're all basically fighting like him and his group fought in the first movie back in the day. They were very yep. vicious and very, very like, but that's what he was training. He was training them. No mercy. Life doesn't give you mercy. So you don't give mercy back. And then they all started fighting like that in the tournament. And he started to realize like, like, like these are good kids. And I kind of like, you know, in my process of trying to get them to be badass, but I might've went too far because now they're like turning badass, and now they're becoming the bully a little bit. Ah, right. Yeah, I like the scene. Like I said, the one where he sat down and was telling how Danny Russo messed up his life in high school, wouldn't leave him alone. And I think I probably like the one of the scenes was um, the bar scene where ends up Johnny and Danny Russo in in a bar together drinking. I like that scene. That was a pretty cool scene. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. That- that was one of my top, one of my, my three was like, my three were, um, the bar scene with, with Johnny and Daniel actually getting a little bit of time to bond a little bit. And it's not just the bar scene, but the whole test drive scene too, where they go back to Daniel's old apartment. And, you know, I thought that was kind of a, uh, a, a nice way to, or nice thing for them to put in the show was for them to kind of get a little, it was, I don't want to say closure, but it was a little bit of a, of, of an explanation from both sides because that's where you get the, you know, the, the scene of Johnny talking about how it was all Daniel's fault. And so, you know, that's a lot of, I like the perspective that they put in there. Um, the, uh, one of the, the second scene that I like that was, that really hit me is another one of those emotional ones. Like Gane was talking about when you see the yellow convertible under the car cover and that scene, it was just like, Oh my gosh. You know, I mean that, that hit me hard because I was a big fan of the movies as a kid. So seeing that yellow convertible was just like, you know, wow. That, you know, he still got the car. And yeah, the third one for me, yeah, the third one for me was when after Hawk kicked Robbie in the back or in the shoulder, 
and they're in the in the back in the locker room, and he's talking about his shoulder hurting and don't know if he can do it. And Daniel tells him to close his eyes, and he claps his hands together, starts rubbing them together, and all of a sudden he's like, "Medic." Is there a medic in here? You know, you think he's going to do the Mr. Miyagi trick, and he calls for a medic. That was, that broke me. I, was just, <laughs> I laughed so hard, I had to pause it. I was like, oh, my God, he did not just do that. But, yeah. I kind of called uh, it. I kind of called it. No, it's weird. I actually called that scene. I was like, watch. He's going to do the Mr. Miyagi thing, but he's not going to do it. He's going to call a medic or something. I actually kind of called it as it was happening. I just kind of knew yeah. that they were going to do that with that joke. I just knew it. But um, now, one, the other th- one other thing I want to talk about was like character comparison. Ah, okay. Sorry, my my mic cuts off every time I get a notification on my phone. That's what happened. But I kind of see uh, Robbie as like the same way Daniel was, in a way. And I could compare Miggy to Johnny. But the one comparison that I wanted to ask you guys about was: Do you remember from the original movie Dutch, and how much Hawk is like Dutch? Because He's just the real, real key, just, you know, like, uh, real cocky and real arrogant and violent because that was, you know, the same thing happened in the original movie where Dutch got disqualified because of illegal contact on Daniel. And then Hawk gets disqualified for illegal contact on Robbie. Yeah. I remember that scene. Um, but it's, the funny part was how quiet that Hawk was at the beginning and how afraid he was to talk to people or he wouldn't talk to anybody and then turned into this big, loudmouth bully. Right, and, and it makes you wonder, you know, like when the original Cobra Kai kids were young, were they the same way? Because they do touch on that with Johnny's backstory of why he joined the Cobra Kai dojo to begin with. And it makes you wonder if, if all those kids were just like the kids in Cobra Kai, the show... If they weren't like the quiet kids that were bullied and all that, and then and take this and it kind of bo- over boosts their confidence to the point where they become jerks. Uh, I see. I couldn't. I couldn't really say. I mean, on that one, just not enough information for me on that one. Well, yeah. I mean, I know there's not. I mean, I'm just saying it just makes you wonder if it might have been what you know them. But it shows that's why Johnny joined up. Well, no, well, yeah, when he joined up, well, they kind of show it in the, in, in the uh, movie when he first, like, joined up. You know, they show him young, his stepfather being a real jerk hole, and then he goes and sees the older Cobra Kai dudes on the motorcycles and everything outside the karate place, and they show him, like, looking in the window, like, getting ready to join. And he was. He was, like, a little nerdy, goofy kid. And then I guess he went to, the, to Cobra Kai, and they turned him into what he was. That that does you guys have me sold now. I think that I didn't know that that you could just you know watch it pretty much for free right now. I'm like ah, it does sound <laughs> like it'd be cool to see the other spin because I do not remember ever feeling a bit of remorse for that whack jagging. I remember the beach scene where the stupid Johnny with his big boombox and his like posse of people came by and just was. No, but if you if you with, break down that beach scene, no, no. <laughs> if you break down the beach scene, if yeah. you break down the beach scene, he was actually stalking the girl, and like purposely kicking the, the ball towards her. Yes, oh, and then okay. and then Johnny comes down because he's trying to patch things up with the girl. But wasn't he kind of douchey? Because why would he? She have to patch. Like, wasn't he being kind of? Yeah, well, whatever. Like, they were. Having, well, they were having they, problems. But, how many times? 
have you had arguments with your boyfriend or your husband? Like, you know, and then you make up. So that's what he was coming down so to do. So you're saying like Daniel home. saw the, the crack in the relationship. Exactly. And, and then he's sort of coming over. It takes two to tango, though. Exactly. He he's sort of coming over. But he started coming over. <laughs> but no, but I'm just talking about the beach scene. So he started yeah. coming over, butting into the conversation. And Johnny's like, dude, back off. I'm, you know, trying to I feel like you've done your about. homework on this. I feel like you've done I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I watched well, that video. Your eyes are true. open now. That's what you're saying. Exactly. The My eyes are open. Because I was like open. you. I was like you. I was like Johnny. Uh, yeah. It's such a big dick. Like, I thought he was the biggest dick. Right. I always thought, like, Daniel and Mr. Miyagi were the shit. You know, like, so, like, yeah. I was always, but, but after you open your eyes and you do watch it, and, you, <laughs> and they actually break down that exact right. scene you're talking about. Do you at think the this beach. is the intent was in the And Johnny literally, Johnny literally tells the guy, a hundred times back off, back off, back off. So finally he takes the radio and pushes Daniel down. And he's like, dude, just back away. Didn't fight him. Didn't try and fight him. Then Daniel gets up and charges him. And again, <laughs> Johnny moves yeah, to the side. Yeah, he punched him out. And, no, and again, Johnny moves to the side, gives him a little sweep, harmless. Yeah. And he's like, dude, back off. Again, Daniel charges him again. And again, he steps to the side and sweeps him. And it's like, just dude, back away. And then as he's telling him back away, Daniel just pops up and japs Johnny in the mouth just for like a, like a little sneaky sucker punch. So they break that whole scene down and Daniel was in the wrong in that scene. He was. And then like well, and then after know. that whole thing goes by, it's months, it's months and months after that whole thing goes by. Exactly. Like nothing. They leave Daniel alone. They basically forget about him. And then that's when he pours water on Johnny's head in the school for no reason. He stopped. Well, there, like, he there was one other event. Over again. There was one other event in between, um, in between the 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 beach fight and the the when they push him off the water hose at the dance. Yeah, they push him off the bike. But even with that, I mean, that still wasn't that bad. But you know, they but yeah, you they break down that beach scene and when. I had uh, no Johnny idea and I was opening up such a bonding. game of worms with the beach scene. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, they talk scene. about it when when they're yeah. when they go on the test drive and they end up in the bar. That's when they talk about it, and that's one of the that's probably one of the better scenes in the show. Um, uh huh. That because it's you know it, it like I said it gives Johnny's perspective of what iconic. was going on. So the original movie you get Daniel's perspective, and then now you're getting Johnny's perspective cool. on it, and it leaves it up to the viewer to decide who was right and who was wrong. And you know it's crazy. And, watch when you watch yeah. this, you're gonna be rooting for Johnny. Because I'm so under. Oh yeah, it, it took me. It I took me a like, couple of episodes <sighs> to get to that point, but yeah, the, I, I'm still on Johnny's side. I was rooting for Johnny on the first since episode one. I was like, you know what? You know, he's burnt out. He's, you know, he's trying to make a comeback and he's trying to turn things around. You know what I mean? That's, that's, that's cool. Well, the mister has the weekend off, so maybe we'll be, I'll have something, I'll be able to, you know, commiserate with you guys over this soon because it seems like you got a lot of passion. A lot of passion. A lot. A, a lot. lot of something. A lot of something. <laughs> Alrighty. So, Fo, you want to take over? Are you guys done? done you know talking about Kupai, oh yeah I'm, I'm good yeah that was uh, eye-opening i had no idea it was that in depth but now i'm i'm really interested in checking it out well you're intrigued you sold it I, beyond I, I, what i freaking love karate kid growing up too man and now i'm like i don't know if i want to blow my whole world up and see that little douchey johnny side of the story i don't know 
Well, even beyond John. just a little bit that we've talked about, just beyond yeah. a little bit we've talked yeah. about, the, the smaller scenes in between that tell the story of just the kids makes that yeah. show worth it. Right. I mean, even if they didn't go into Daniel and Johnny's backstory, just the just the new kids in Cobra Kai and what's going on makes it worth it. That's because cool. there's a similar situation there's a similar situation between Miggy, which is the main the main uh-huh. uh, the main kid, and another kid in his school. Um, and all that kind of plays out between the, you know the uh, the fight with uh, where the, the fight with that Johnny had with the kids in the parking lot, and then the lunchroom fight and all that. All that story plays out, but it it not it doesn't even involve just Johnny and Miggy. It also you know wraps around and involves Daniel and his daughter. So you get the you get really entangled into the story just in the small scenes in between, just like what we've talked about. So it's it's good. It's worth watching. That's awesome. Well, good to know. Noted. I did put the links to that stuff. The Karate Kid Daniels, the real bully one, and then the actual YouTube channel for the Cobra Kai in the show notes there for you. I also took the liberty of um, high, of linking Blue's Wow was Cracked. That's his whole section. I, I uh, hyperlinked those for you as well. <laughs> so if you want to know about Wow, click on it. If you want to know about Crack, click on that. But um, we- I don't know if you want to click on that, but... <laughs> All right, Mr. Fowl, what have you been up to? Um, just just I just watched Cobra Kai. That's it. I'm just Liar. Um, so I'm building up an army for a slow grow league in Warhammer Forty Thousand. One of the reasons why, uh, my show idea was Forty K, because I'm getting back into that game again. So it's like I, I've been reading up on some of the fluff and just remembering on like how good it really good. I mean, how good it really is. And a slow grow league. What that is. <clears throat> is you get with a bunch of dudes and girls, you know, whoever's in the league, you get with a bunch of people. Most of the time, there's a lot of dudes. Not a lot of girls in the hobby, but there is some. Anyway, get, you get, you know, get together with a bunch of people. You meet up once, a, you know, once every week or once every other week. And the idea of a slow-grow league is to get, A, new people into the game, into the hobby, or B, to get old guys who are playing back into it or C, if you want to start a new army, this is the perfect time to do it. Because a slow grow league is you're basically getting together with everybody and you're motivating each other to have a fully painted, fully assembled army by the end of the six months that the league is. And by slow grow, it means on month one, you pick up a starter box and that's all you use for that event. So you, you're supposed to glue those all together and paint them up. And then a tournament will be at the end of the month only using those small amount of models. And month by month, the points per game gets higher. So the more models you need, and then you paint those up as you go. So as you go month by month, you have like a mini goal to get these units painted and you're adding them to your army month by month. So by the end of it, you have a fully painted army. That sounds pretty Which is pretty cool. Yeah, it's a really good way to get into it, and you're motivating one another, and you're on Facebook, and you're in Facebook, you know, uh, Facebook Google chat or Facebook chat, and you, you know, you're sending pitches back and forth, and you're motivating one another, and it's really cool. Yeah, that is neat. Fun experience, yeah. Something a totally different layer to add to the process. Exactly. Slow, slow grow leagues are one of my favorite things to do. It's a lot of fun, and you get to play the game at all different point levels too, which is pretty neat. So I've been doing a lot of that, a lot of 
building up that stuff. Um, I'm about to start God of War 2. I was, it's downloaded on my PlayStation. It's ready to go. I got to play it. So, but let me tell you why. So we will never hear from you ever again. God of War 4. I meant to say God of War 4. I keep on saying 2. I don't know why. So, but let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I didn't start it yet. I've had this game for like a week now. Right. Because me and Blue have been playing World of Warcraft again. Because <laughs> it's crack. And then, yeah, stinkers. So we jump on, and guess who else jumps in with us now? Falloon's back in. Falloon! So we got and Falloon Luminin, playing with us. Luminin, but you, but you know Lumi. I love the guy, but <laughs> he's on like once in a blue moon for like 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, so he's on like, he'll get on at the end of the night for like a half hour. And not really want to do anything productive. Like, he just wants like, to hang out. See? Exactly. And just What's hang. Going on, I, I get it. Exactly. And that's fine. I dig it. Yep. So, um, so me, and then you have it. You reactivated your account. We're waiting to get Sucky you to get in there. When are What's you getting that? in there? I was We're waiting in last for you night, to get you in turd. With us. I'm in oh, there now. I, must have just I freaking missed... resubbed last week during the episode. I know. I remember I... that. But I'm um, I'm still I haven't got to um play I haven't got to level very much and I got I logged on last night but we had a bunch of storms coming through so I wanted to stay upstairs and keep an eye on the weather and then we got a new kitten and that little for my daughter and my that cat would not shut up and so I was like I have, I was a grandma of a kitten all of a sudden and so I like put World of Warcraft on my laptop and I put everything on low so I got to play a little bit. But I'm just questing through Silver Pine Forest or whatever. And then I got super tired and I fell asleep on the couch and then I logged off. Yeah, Luminin and Phil uh, switched over to the Lobby characters right as you logged off to play, oh, play no. with you. <laughs> yeah, that would be it, right? Uh, I'm like, oh, man. So I, missed, I must have just so missed different. that then because me and Blue and Phil were running dungeons for a few hours. Oh, yeah, I was gratting you guys. Uh, you were in Moradin or something? more. Was that Marat? How do you pronounce that? Yeah, we were all over the place. All over the place. Yeah. Blue was talking to me. I think Faloon did too because I was picking on you guys for being so high level already. I was like, damn, you guys level fast. Heirloom gear. You have heirloom gear, right? I do right, have probably. some heirloom gear. Yeah, I do. Just probably not as much as you Well, use. I guess you can have like a 30 level spread now and still do dungeons with each other. That's awesome. That is yeah, cool. Yeah, so... That was fun. So we were so we were doing that last night, and I I also have another tune I want to level up too. So I have a character. If we if you need someone to run with, I have someone ready to go. Um, because I want to work on a warrior too. But yes, yeah, I've been playing that. Um, I've been playing that. I've been getting. I've been preparing myself for the Shade Spire tournament that's coming up Saturday. Mm-hmm. So another Shade Spire tournament, and here's the funny thing. And remember last week I was telling you, I was talking to you about that like weird deck that's going to be overpowered? Yes. So I was talking to the people running the tournament this afternoon. I'm like, we should just ban those cards. Ban them. A lot of places are just banning them for now until Games Workshop figures something out. And they were like, no, there was a bunch of articles on Reddit on like how to fight against it, how to beat it. Let me tell you something. I read those articles. Okay. <laughs> it tells you uh, uh, the best way to like fight against it but it's really not much help like you're relying on two strategies okay which are by the way 
both 50-50 strategies. So one strategy is, you know, since to, to, to make this, this crazy combo work, you have to have these six relics on one character, which gives him all these powers. And then you could just constantly get four glory points over and over again. Um, so one card is that you play it and it takes away one of those artifacts. It removes it from the game. But it removes it with like a 50-50 chance. So half the time, the card doesn't work. So it's like, really? That's why you're relying on a card that you have to bring in and then roll a dice and 50-50 chance of of it even working? But then the kicker to that is even, then the person with that legal deck has a card that could misdirect that onto somebody else. So it's like you you play it, you finally, you roll it, you get the 50-50 chance, like, all right, this is great. The guy's like, nah, I'm going to misdirect it to this dude instead. (laughs) So, so yeah, it's not really a way to deal whole, with it. And then the other card, which is called Fro- um, Frozen in Time, basically freezes that character and can't make him do anything, which would ruin that deck from working if you did it in turn three. But again, it only freezes him on a 50-50 chance, and then they could use the misdirection. So I'll tell him, I'm like, listen, this is the type of thing that could be poisonous to a game and make people not want to play until they do something about it. And our community right now is striving. It's doing really well. So he's like, no, he's like, I, I, we, there's ways to beat it. I read it when, and I just told you how that's going to go. Right. But so they're like, it's fine. There's no problems with it. It's, it's perfectly fine. It's, and then, then he went on to say, it's, it's not that consistent, blah, blah, blah. So you know what? I'm going to bring it on Saturday and I want to show them how obnoxious this thing is. That's what I was going to say. So they're post-convinced you to do it. Exactly. And you know what? I sat there and I tried to tell them, just freaking ban it, ban it. It's not going to be good. It's not good for the game. It's just crappy. And they're like, no, it's fine. There's ways to beat it. I'm like, there's ways to beat it, but it's not a consistent way of beating it. So I was like, all right. I was like, all right. That's fine. Yeah, because so you were I'm, deliberating last week on whether to say something or not. So at least now you said something. So I'm going to bring it and I'm going to show them how obnoxious it is. You and do maybe it. Next you tournament, let us know how that worked out. Exactly. And maybe I next tournament, maybe next tournament, they'll ban it. Like I said, like right. I hopefully. We should have listened to that faux guy. I like how you because reached out and they still were like, nah. I mean, I hate when people get too much into theory crafting, and that's what Reddit is. Reddit is when you go onto a Reddit for like a game, it's all theory crafting. Everybody talks about all these scenarios about, well, I could do this if I have this and have this and have that. But it's like, dude, you just said you had to have like three other things to go right for this thing to work. It's like you're already right. saying like it's not that really reliable, but in your mind, they'll argue to the fact like, oh no, it's no problem. It's all theory crafting. You could read it, you could theorycraft all you want, but until you're playing it on the field to really see how obnoxious this is going to be, like, it, it's like I'm theorycrafting it in my head. Like, even me saying that it's not going to work that great, that's also theorycrafting. But it's, I don't know, it's just like you're relying on cards that only work half the time. Right. I just can't see that being a consistent defense to this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, we'll figure it out. We'll we'll see. Now I'm I'm really curious how this is going to pan out. And I'm playing my um I'm been playing about a little bit of the Legend of the Five Rings card game again. I got my super fancy elemental ring tokens, which there was only 75 of these things made. So wow. Yeah, so and they were minted. They're like minted coins. 
Oh yeah, I remember you telling us about that. Somebody, yeah, they look. Somebody had a mold or something, right? Like, like they had a minted. Yeah, yeah, so the minted one. Yeah. It actually, and if you go and check out um, our hobby section, I posted a picture of uh, mm. all the new tokens, and then on the top you could see the rings on the top of of the picture. Is one of them the one ring to rule them all? No, there's five <laughs> rings. There's five rings to rule each other. Five rings to rule each other. Oh yeah, that's what I've been doing in game. I've been playing. I've been mostly playing a lot of WoW. Been doing a lot of the tabletop stuff, and wanting to play God of War, but being swept up into this WoW madness. <laughs> For good reason. Uh, yeah, you were you were talking about the uh, the Warhammer figurines. I remember yeah, about- when I was big into the the hobby RC. The uh, the hobby shop that I would go to that we all met at and we bought parts from. They had the owner of the shop cared nothing about RC, but he was a big Warhammer fan. So there was like two aisles of Warhammer stuff and one little small section of RC stuff. So anything we wanted, we had to order. But if you wanted something for Warhammer, he probably had it in stock. That is funny. (laughs) Too funny. Well, that's what he liked, dude. But he knew RC made money, so he sold RC too. That's funny. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he he literally... He he knew the RC was going to make you money because he even hired a an RC mechanic to come in like two days a week, and just you know he would sit there and somebody was having an issue with the one they couldn't figure out they'd bring it in and he had like a flat rate that he charged and everything and I mean yeah I mean he knew that was where the money was but I mean he had a lot of customers coming in and getting the uh, the Warhammer stuff so it was it was it's popular or it was then in my area. Um, I liked looking at the at, at like the the artwork on the boxes and how you could paint those things up and everything. That looked really cool to me. But back then, you know, I was you know like in my twenties. I was more interested in let's see how fast I can make this remote control car go. I did a little bit of RC racing. I, I did some RC stuff when I was younger, though. I did RC stuff when I was like fourteen, fifteen. Um, I did a little bit of RC stuff, but it kind of died out in my neighborhood. It didn't stay. Yeah, that's the same thing that happened here. It was real popular for about two years, and then it just disappeared. Uh, I think that was, you know, like part of the reason why the hobby shop even closed down was just the business just died out. I mean, for both Warhammer and the RC. Because Esme, you remember Foxtrotter and me. his wife, right? Um, Foxtrotter? Foxtrotter and um, his wife, uh Medea. Medea, I didn't. Medea. Oh, I didn't. For some reason, you always call him Shrimpy, instead of. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, because I know Shrimpy and Medea. Yeah. Yeah, Shrimpy. Um, they were really big into the RC stuff. Really? So, yeah, Johnny. Like, we we actually knew people that were they way big into the RC stuff. They were more into the RC stuff than they were Ark, actually. Oh, and you know wow. them, they were really into ARC, but they were really they into were RC. They were in ARC hardcore. She's such a sweetheart, too. In Florida, there's a really big RC scene. scene. Oh, that's cool. Florida. Well, I think what, what got ours started is the, um, was, you know, Traxxas is one of the big the big brands, and they came out with that T-Max, the big eight-scale monster truck that was just so awesome. We were all buying them up, and we decided, hey, we've all got one. Let's just make a racing league. So we... We're we're racing eight scale monster trucks on a paved oval go kart track. Yeah, <laughs> that was kind of interesting. But then we, you know, we moved on. We we rented a building and we had an indoor dirt track that had a lot of jumps and and crazy stuff in it, and went on for quite a while. But it just got expensive because every like I'm the kind of person like when something would break, I wouldn't just replace it. I would upgrade it. So you're talking like a five hundred dollar RC truck that now has about. 
two thousand to three thousand dollars worth of parts in it. Oh goodness! And yeah, I like, mean, this that's, that's not all at once. It was car. over time. Yeah, and over time, it just it just kept building up and building up. And the way I paid for my hobby was I would go on like um, eBay or Craigslist or whatever, and I would find people that were selling cheap RC cars, and I would order. You know, I would get them sent to me. I would go through them, clean them up, get them running good. If they were nitro or if they were electric, I would you know. Uh, do whatever it was needed to get it running, fix anything that was broke or messed up on it. And I was really good at doing the car bodies. Um, I got really good at doing paint jobs and stuff. And so I would go in and get a, uh, you know, some kind of body, paint it up, slap it on there, and put it up for sale in the RC shop under consignment. And that was how, I'm, I mean, I was making double what I had in it, and that was how I paid for my hobby. And most of the time, it was the car body that sold the car. It was not the car itself. Well, yeah, I mean, I use nowadays. I use my hobbies to pay for my other hobbies now. Like those really fancy minted rings, I would have never have just opened my wallet and paid for those because they were a little pricey. Um, but I actually took some of the Star Wars stuff from the Star Wars game I was playing and I flipped it and I made more money than I put into it. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just use this hobby to pay for, for my other hobbies. So I used that money to buy these uh, elemental ring tokens, which, you know, were pretty pricey. You know, something I would have never normally bought, you know? Right. And, you know, and a lot of people do that. You look at uh, YouTubers that play video games that get paid to put out content. They're using their hobby to pay for another hobby. Oh, yeah. Speaking of using your hobby to pay for another hobby, Blue has been playing a lot of War Warcraft and... It's like crack, he said. Well, I mean, it just sucks you in, and you just keep playing and keep playing, and then you leave, and then it sucks you back in, and it's it's a vicious cycle. I, I kind of kind of relate to to the fiends. I feel for him, but oh, uh, we I have mean, a little funny story too. Last night, <laughs> listen. Last on? night, last night, me and Blue are in this instance, Scarlet Monastery. Uh-huh. And he's a druid, I'm a rogue. Oh, no. Right? So at the end, after we kill the boss, we decide there's a quest chain that we have to try and figure out to solve after everybody's dead, you know? So we go, we start the chain, and then it said, take the sword, the sword and anoint it in the body of the boss. And we were like, well, since the boss is already dead, let's go back. But sure enough, by this time, new mobs are spawning in. You know, and when you're in an instance, the mobs are super elite and it's hard for two guys to take on these mobs. Right. So I'm like, dude, no, not a problem. We'll just go invisible. You and cat form and me as a rogue. So we're going in. What does blue do? Blue turns in invisible, gets stuck on a step. <laughs> and then when and then when he gets unstuck, he beelines right into the mobs. So there's a little bit more to this. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I was stuck on the ledge of this thing. That's 10 minutes fighting mob after mob to try and get this thing done because they're just coming in one at a time. Right. And like we're sitting there fighting them, fighting them, and they just kept on coming. It was it was funny. It in sounds defense, like to me, what happened it sounds was, like to me, somebody I, had a Leroy was, moment. What happened was. And that, well, okay, I got stuck on a ledge and I was trying to jump over it and I couldn't, so I kind of jumped sideways to kind of hit the lower end of it. Uh huh. I cleared it and launched me straight into the mob. I'm like, really? <laughs> really? The whole thing that we're trying to avoid. I missed out on some fun that I would have fit right in, man. That sounds like something stupid that I would do as a hunter. It was a good time, though. 
No, I've just been enjoying it. been questing a lot and then uh, turn around and dungeon grinding. And I'm just, I'm fine. I'm renewing my old, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say love because that's kind of weird. But I, I really do enjoy playing the game. I love playing right. the game as much as the wife may hate it. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you so. guys just don't know how many times I've jumped into Discord chat because Blue be in there by himself. Like, what's up, Blue? He's like, oh, nothing. Just playing Warcraft. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like every every night, every night this week. It's been I'll just playing yeah, Warcraft. Yeah, He's definitely. No, I've been jumping in there to see if anybody wants to come in and say hi or something. So I mean, I'm just trying yeah. to encourage the new people to come talk Absolutely. to us. Absolutely. But, yeah, uh, like like uh, Mac Daddy Carrot, you know. There you I, go. I lured him into the Discord chat, and now he's there. He is now. We we made it. We're like, come on, come on, come on. And now you're trapped. We'll never let <laughs> now you go. You're trapped. I can't remember hey, they, which they new guy it was. Into, they suckered me into. <laughs> I came on for like one or two shows, and like was like, nah, that's just not for me. And no, they hounded me you, until I came back. They're like, come back. That's bull. That I'm calling bull. bull. He, he, he you can call Bull all you want. For a chick. He got, he trained us in. For no, 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 no. Because I didn't meet her until well after I'd already stopped coming. So. Oh, such a brat. He said but, he doesn't uh, like how he sounds. Uh, well, nobody, when you first start podcasting, likes your voice. And then after a while, you're like, oh, fuck it. That's how I sound. And you get over I just hope that I just hope that this one doesn't turn out like Rated Art from last week, where every time I'd speak, you'd have to jerk your headphones out of your ears because it was so I you guess know, I listened. Eardrum busting loud. Seem loud to me, but oh, it, to me it was. I was louder. I was like three times louder than everybody else. So I'm hoping I got that worked out. <laughs> well, there was a lot just of so you know, that's on her end, not yours. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there was a a new guy, and he was talking about how he was kind of chomping at the bit about Warcraft, and I'm like, well, maybe you should uh, watch the the video, and then I just set the link right there. Oh. I've been doing that to everybody. Have you? <laughs> That's how I got folk. Good lord. Crazy. But yeah, no, it's, it's been fun. I've been enjoying myself. Good, good. That's why you, that's why you do it. That's why we play. Um, I've just been doing uh, Arc Survival Evolved, you know, like I do. And um, I think now we're going to change the name to Alpha Survival Evolved because I live on the Angry Beaver Island with Clev and Emmetai and Johnny Wrench and there's a faux body down there, but I don't think he's coming back because Ark is like, we don't like you, Fo. And he came he came in for like a few minutes the other day and he had it fixed and it just like was like, Nope. And gave him the finger and kicked him out. It's so weird. It's so Exactly. Weird. So then um and then we have Dr. Ob and who else is on the floor? You know, Fo, you know you know why it kicked you out today though. It's because you made fun of our trike for being slow and yes. the game didn't like it and it said get out. Yep, said so get lost. But we have ran into so many alphas on that damn this little island on the island. It's the south spawning, like south to spawn point is ridiculous. Like I yeah, that's supposed before. to be an easy spawn point, and you yeah. spawn in, and there's like like everything under the sun that wants to eat you there. Yeah, it's ridiculous. We've had like good and I should have known like the first night we were there. We were like had to rebuild like two and a half times, and then now we've I don't know how like Clev he that that dude he's just. What he said yesterday, he was repairing a spike wall, and then an alpha raptor just busted through, like, like it was air. Poof, 
Right? Like, those suckers I, are just ridiculous. We've had to repair, rebuild, repair, rebuild, repair. How, I don't, how many dinos have been murdered from these freaking events? Yes. And I, will, I won't go into a whole lot of it. Uh, yeah, I won't go into a whole lot of it because I'll save it for tomorrow night. But, but yeah, I feel like the bad luck magnet because ever since I joined that server, things it's have just gone nuts. downhill. My build the house, it gets eaten. I rebuild the house, it gets eaten. <laughs> I move in with Goon and Esme, their house gets eaten partially. <laughs> and it's just like, when does this like cycle every, end? Yeah, you know, it's crazy. And then you made friends. We'll talk about it tomorrow. But yeah, yeah, we'll nuts. talk about the rest of that tomorrow. Yeah, so I've just been, um, and then I, I just have like a baby undead hunter that I've been trying. I decided I might as well just stick with what I know and what I like, and that's the hunter. So I don't I don't feel like getting out of my Warcraft comfort zone, so I'm just playing my undead hunter. And then last Saturday, we got our second free-to-play Saturday in, and we were going to play this magical game phone told us about called Break. <laughs> <laughs> and that thing was a big turn in the punch bowl. It was horrible. It it's such a liar. Like I picked it for a free to play Saturday because it this because of these words. Where was it at? It's uh, seamless. 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 Right. Brink is an immersive first person shooter that blends single player, co op, and multiplayer gameplay into one seamless experience, allowing you to develop your character whether playing alone or with your friends. <laughs> Or get Settlers Online, and that's a bunch of bullshit. They're liars. Don't listen to them. Liar, 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 liars. You cannot seamlessly group up with your friends and go into a match. We couldn't even figure out how to connect with their friends. Not at all. Well, no, we figured it out. There's a dedicated server for yeah, it, but like, to... it never would connect. Yeah, you had to make a dedicated... That's not seamless. Having to make a dedicated server to play with your friends is not seamless. Like, you should just be able to go... Bloop, 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 get your friends on your list and then go in and play like any other normal game, right? No, that's not how that works. So, and we thought that the game looked nice. Like when we were in, we're like, wow, this is pretty impressive. And yeah, then, the character models will look great. I mean, right? It was, just, I mean, it just Except wouldn't for the work. Fact you were not allowed to have a vagina in the game. Vaginas were no vaginas allowed. <laughs> yeah, you, every character had, had like the man package. Every character you had to be a dude so i don't know how they keep getting characters in there because there's no procreating going on not at all you had to be a guy only guys but i thought this is so weird so we said Psh, get rid of break and then we all fired up fortnite and had a lot of fun we often and we were even more excited because we got to now that we didn't get to seamlessly do anything in Brink, but we did get to seamlessly hook up with our PS4 Crossroad Rebellion members. We had, because um, you hopped on your PS4, right? And then Foe was on his PS4. No, and... I was still on the PC, but it was oh, Trey, yeah. Trey Trey, and Foe on the PS4. Trey and Oh, yeah, that's right, because you stayed on PC. That's right, I forgot. I because did. Because you were going to go try your PS4, but it took longer right, to download yeah. the game. And no, I, I didn't have it. I didn't have Fortnite. I didn't have Fortnite downloaded on the PC, and I had an update that was that was through on the PlayStation. Yeah, and I was actually able to download Fortnite faster on my PC, the full game, than I was the update on the PlayStation. So it's I was like, crazy. I'll stay on the play on the PC. Right. So we got to hook up. All we did is had we just went in through our Epic Games little app on the desktop and boop, 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 add our friends um, gamer tags from PS4. And we were no problems, no glitches, nothing. That's, that's seamless. So we we just couldn't kill anybody. Dude, but it was fun, man. Speak for yourself, it. sir. I killed someone. I killed someone. Ha! Huh? Remember? It's on video. I got to make her video now. That's, uh, right. that's, that's right. And... 
and oh, who was, was who hilarious. was the guy who was the guy was that was always the last you, one alive in every group yep that's is. right okay you know they what were... no let's let's clear the air on this one he was the last one alive because this mofo was ran off while everybody else was dying he would sacrifice all hey, of us he would go rogue i calculated the odds and he would rock that bush until the like, we would all be dying, and then it'd flip to his screen, and he'd be hiding in a bush like a mile away. Well, damn right. I mean, you got to think about it. Look, I would be like, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move on towards the circle. And trying to be, you know, trying to lead you guys out of that area, and you're like, oh, well, I'm going to look over here and see what's over here. And then, bam, there's three guys on top of you. Of course I'm not going to come back. I calculated the odds. Three to one's not very good. Four to one's not even, not even any better. Yeah, like, Johnny. Hey, I'm gone. I'm sorry. Johnny was our uh, team bushwookie. <laughs> he was hilarious. Damn right. God. Hey, how many second places did I get? <laughs> Never built the first fort. <laughs> how many? How many second places did I get? Never built the first fort. Jeez. And besides, hey, and there was one that hey. I didn't bushwookie. I was hey. hiding in the back of a semi truck. Damn, it was hilarious. <laughs> I tell you, it was so funny um, spectating, Mister. Wrench bush, Mister Bush wrench. It was hilarious. Hey, remember that? Remember the Uber bush, the the uh, bush within a bush. I remember when you said, was, "Okay, guys, fun, I'm going to yeah. tell everybody when to jump," and then you're like, "Here," and then I'm like, Pew! "No, like, wait, all right, let's clear the air on that." I said, "I'm going to place down a marker. I'm going to place down a marker to show you where to go, which is going to be here, and then I'll tell you when to jump." And Esme here's here and just here jumps out of the bush. Jump. Pew! Was she like, was just oh, out. Shit. I was gone. That was so, that was funny. We had a lot of fun. So yeah, never play Brink. Don't do it. If there's a reason why it was on Foe's most disappointing game list. It was terrible. I mean, <laughs> I know we. Terrible. I mean, oh. I just love how Fortnite just worked. We all jumped in on different systems. It was leave. amazing. We had a blast. It was, it was fun. All right, Mac Daddy Carrot. What are what have you been playing? What have you been playing or watching? Well, before we do that, since you guys like Fortnite so much, has anybody here played uh, the Darwin Project yet? No. 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 Sounds interesting, though. What is this? It's only on PC right now, but it's kind of like Fortnite. It's got that animated look to it. But instead of having, like, the circular deal closing in on you and racing to the center, it's got, like, a hexagon set up with seven small hexagons in it. And they close off one at a time. Yeah, it is. And one wow. person controls the action that's happening in the game. So they get to choose which sections like close off first. They get to heal people. They can give drops. And then it's just a battle between. It's like a small group. It's like 10 people in this area that battle it out. Wow. I just I put the link in our show notes for. Yeah, they took away all the building aspects. The only things you build in it is you like upgrade your axe you can make arrows for your bow wow. and then you can build armor and it's all in the snow so you got to pay attention to your heat level you got to build fires you can throw snowballs at people to cool them down and make their body temperature wow, drop that's crazy <laughs> i this is, says that it came out march 9th of this year yeah it's it's that's still crazy. in development it's in beta right now they're trying to get it what they're trying to set it up for is so that people when they host it on twitch the Twitch stream can interact with the game and vote for Whoa. what happens inside of the actual game. This is going to be yeah, awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, so far it has yeah, it's, mostly positive. It's like super fun to play. Usually can't get into Fortnite too much. I don't like the whole building aspect and all that we stuff of it, but this was like hilarious. 
Hey, if you want to run with me, I don't build it. Stuff, we can, but it got we can, shot we can down do it without building. It's cool. It oh yeah, that's usually like what I do is I just jump in there, get my weapons, and run around. You know, I don't. I don't mess with the building every so often. I'll have like walls ready just in case I get in that point where someone's shooting at me and I got to throw yeah. a wall up or something. Yeah. I think that was the only time I ever even built That's a wall this weekend right. was, was when Esme went down and I put a wall up to protect then her. That was, very kind blue, of you. He, that was very yeah. nice of you. Thank you. He, he didn't yeah, leave for me, us behind. Did not, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I like the. I always lean more towards like the PUBG or H1Z1 style, where it's just yeah. run and gun type deal. Right. Yeah. Them, and speaking yeah, of I that, think... H1Z1 is coming out to PS4 this month. Ooh. So while we're on the subject of Fortnite, though, real quick, what do you guys think about them adding in uh, Thanos as a playable character? I thought it was ridiculous. I think it's just a costume. Too. Isn't it no, it has no. power. To their, they're appealing to the masses. They just want to get as many people in as they can. You know. All right, yeah, but, same, but is it like a same reason they pay like streamers like, to play it? Right. You know? well, how do you do? You have to he, go unlock him in the map or something. Yeah. Yeah. You you, you find a glove or something, and yeah, okay, you can find so it on the map and you become that character. Well, yes, yeah. that's true. But like from right, what so I've seen, it's just it's. Well, once you get the glove, it gives you four hundred health. And yeah, you can do superpowers. Like you, yeah, but you can one hit almost everybody. All right, but if you get hit with some rockets or people build up, you know, like you know, you're looking at it from an angle of like just the way you play. But when I watch my kid play with his friends, there's a reason why we were getting wrecked when we were playing that night. Hell you know? yeah, it's like, like exactly like they're building and shooting and building. Like that dino style is gonna come out and. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna do a lot of damage, but just like in games like a like a battlefield and stuff, when people get a tank, it's like all right, the tank's really strong. The tank could one shot me, but guess what? I blew up plenty of tanks in my day playing battlefield. So, oh, I'm yeah. sure you know it's not unbeatable. It's just like a tank. Instead of it being a tank, it's Thanos. It's I don't funny. think it's anything crazy. Well, because I went to work, true. but in battlefield, oh, but in battlefield <laughs> with the, with the tanks, I'm sorry, Next but just time, I, had, I had to comment on that. <laughs> the with the tanks and the the infantry fighting vehicles, as long as you've got a good gunner, um, in the tank or the IFV with you, you can run for a while. If you get somebody that doesn't know what they're doing and they get up there on that gun, you're gonna get C forward. I mean, like exactly. Instantly. So if you get somebody but, with you know, Thanos that doesn't know how to use the abilities, he's gonna get killed right away. Kind of the same thing. Well, that's true. I just, I mean, with me, my whole my whole reasoning behind it is. Yeah, they added John Wick as a, as a as like a costume or whatever, but it doesn't give you anything. Right. Why put in something like that? That's, like the that's balance kind of overpower. Of it. Yeah, yeah. It, it it kind of throws the thing out of balance for me. Um, I don't I think, think they probably did it though to help out with like it. They I think they did it just to help out the people that are like new to the game. You know, they have that that golden key in there, the golden gun that they can possibly find and have a chance at winning it. Exactly. Right. You get to be this powerful character. Like you're not that good. But you find a glove. Now suddenly you're a force to be reckoned with. A force oh, I to be it. reckoned with. I mean, with. I did get it. I, I, I'm, I'm multi-perspective on it. I see both sides of it. It's just, it, personal opinion, it's just not for me. Gotcha. You're not a big fan of Thanos. Oh, I like the character. I just don't think that he belongs in Fortnite. Yeah, I'm reading an article. It was on, in Forbes right now. I had um, Googled it to see what's up. And this came out uh, actually yesterday. 
Yeah, um, they said they played the new Fortnite Battle Royale X Avengers Affinity War mashup mode and a handful of times before I finally killed Thanos and took the Affinity Gauntlet for myself. Minor spoilers for the movie, it says. But, um... Oh, it's a mode. It's a game mode. Yeah, this says it's a Battle Royale X Avengers Affinity mashup mode, I guess. Yeah, so what Fortnite has... I don't, I don't know if you call on dry. So what Fortnite has is there's like modes you could play and every week it changes. So like so it's if fine, you want to play thing, it's... yeah, if you don't want to play that mode, you just go play regular Fortnite. Okay, so that makes oh, sense. Oh, yeah, so you're yeah, not see, that makes sense. Yeah, it's not being Yeah, I, on all right, now I'm cool with it. As long as it's an optional thing, that's fine. I don't I don't yeah. have to get so I'm good. Well, there we go. I'm glad I I'm glad I checked on it. So, so this guy said the first time they played the mode, I died in the storm embarrassingly enough. In normal play, it takes so long, way too long, um, for the storm to encroach that I wasn't even prepared for this rapid contraction. After learning from my errors, I had a couple of other attempts foiled by other players before finally killing the Titan with a tactical SMG to the back. He was already wounded, and at that point, so I can't take full credit, but I felled, but I fell um the bastard and took his fancy glove then i rocketed into the air and he was smashing back down it was glorious i felt powerful i also didn't have a clue how to use the thanos effectively and there were about a dozen other players shooting at me from all sides i died quickly only taking out a couple of my enemies suddenly it didn't feel so powerful after playing as thanos a couple more times i've come to two conclusions first i'm probably not that great with this character that's on me but this is very important. You shouldn't have to be great to feel powerful as one of the universe's most unstoppable baddies. So that was his take on it. But I can put that in the show notes. But that's good to know. I, I, I'm, I can sign on to that, that it's a game mode. So it's not being forced. If you want to check it out and you want a new game mode and something fun, that's a cool way to do it. And that game, that you, that Darwin project, we should put that on our free-to-play saturday list because that does look like definitely, definitely. that's really fun and, yeah, and the matches awesome. go really quick on it and it's it's just super fun to play yeah that's awesome definitely what we like to uh sign up for that stuff awesome so i guess we're moving into last call here we go it's closing time you don't have to go home but you can stay All right, time to close out the show. Share what you got if you forgot something or wait a week. Does anybody have any shout outs you want to give? Any last tidbits of information you forgot to share? Uh, I guess just shout out to all the new members that have been flooding in. It's cool to see new people, new faces. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, make sure you jump in Discord. Come say hi to us. Yeah. Love to talk. Absolutely. Yeah, big shout out to MDC because he's a new guy as well. And came straight away and got on the podcast with us. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Sucked me in. That's right. You didn't Sucked me in. Like, now you're trapped. Get on over here. <laughs> and, and it was fun having you. Um, and especially because normally we'd be done and gone, but we were hanging around. Well, Electron had a gaming night with his buddies. Gigabytes out with dinner with his family. Cricket's freaking exhausted. I think that Boy Scout trip he was on sucked the life out of him because dude, yeah, really plus he's been him. playing a lot of God of War, hasn't he? So yeah, he's just probably toast. He said he's been tired all week. So it was great that Johnny and Mac Daddy Carrot got to join us. Um, also, I oh, it's always to... a pleasure. Yeah, it's it's cool that that we get to have that. Also, I want to say this is really cool that we actually have a group of um 
uh, the guys that joined, uh, they played Ark Survival Evolved together, and then they started listening to our Rated Ark podcast, and then they now have they started playing in the Xbox tribe together. They became friends, and now they're like meeting up. They're doing like their own little meetup, and they're driving around. It's eighty six and OG Bobby. They're gonna go pick up the Texans, and what's the other? What was their other guy? The other guy's name? I don't think. I think he was one of their tribe mates, but we never got to meet him. But I can't remember who it is, so I'll feel bad now that I can't remember. But um, they said that they're going to. Uh, they're all at OG Bobby's house now, and he put the. Um, there's. He's been giving us play by plays in general chat. They're at OG Bobby's house right now, and they took a, a picture, a selfie of all three of them, and they said tomorrow they're going to go pick up the Texans. So it's neat that they get to go like drive around the country and pick up their like tribe mates that they became friends with. And that is really cool. It's so cool. I love it. It's so awesome. I love meeting up with people that I play with online for a while. It's so cool. I love doing that. I think it's so it's awesome that they're they're getting to do this too. So that's that's awesome. And I just want to say you can come and join us in the games we play and the shows we record at crossroadmelding.com. And I have included May's calendar. So if um it has our recording nights on there and also um our free to play Saturdays. So our next free to play Saturday, we did the crappy brink slash fun fortnight last weekend. Tomorrow or this weekend is hopefully fingers crossed we get to do our D D with Dungeon Master Foe. So let's yes. see if that gets to launch off. I'm down. I'm ready to rock it. Yes. And then um we are in the 19th of May. We're doing free to play paladins. And on the 26th, it's DD with Foe. And on June 2nd, we're doing cross out um on yeah, June 2nd. Now, with Crossout, I wish that it would do like Fortnite and do the, the PS4 PC crossover because I know, that right? would be awesome. I have, yes, I have quite the Crossout account on the PS4 and nothing on PC. But um, if even if I don't get to uh, show off some of my builds on the PS4, I will, I will definitely have it on the PC and get in there with you guys. Yeah. Uh, that'll be cool. Oh, they do a crossover too? No, we're hope we were. Saying no, I was saying wish I wish they, they would. would. I know they don't, but I wish they did. Yeah, definitely. Oh. But yeah, that game, that game, it, it'll be fun just as a, you know, like a free to play for a little while. But if you really get in depth with it, the, um, I know that we kind of talked about this one night with with World of Warcraft, and it has it, the the auction houses, and Crossout does all a, a kind of a similar thing with the marketplace where. As you play, you start to collect scrap metal and different parts, whether it be weapons or cabs or wheels or whatever. And you can either turn those into better items or you can sell them in the marketplace for coins and use the coins to buy things. And the it's it gets pretty in-depth on on how to make how to actually make coins on there to, to succeed. As if you don't if you don't play the marketplace, you'll never you'll never make it past the 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 rare weapons. The, I don't know how they're how they're ranked, but the blue weapons. Well, we shall find out what all of this means. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> that'll be cool. But all right, I think that's it for us tonight. And um, see you later. Um, bye. Time to have a good night. <laughs> later, <you> later. <laughs> bye. bye. Take care. Brush it back. <laughs>